That's funny. <laughs> I can't afford to be here. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Murray Valeriano. And I'm Kyle Dawson. And guys, before we get started, I just want everybody out there in podcast world to know that this episode of the Rock Solid Podcast is brought to you by Bose, the engineers behind some of the world's best audio products, including Bose Quiet Comfort 35 noise canceling headphones. Kyle, you just took a pair of these over Thanksgiving on the on the plane. Yes. How did that work for you? It worked great. You know me; I don't like anything, <laughs> uh, and it, they were great. They were like it was it was night and day. I kept pulling my headphone out to see like to make oh, sure they, that you weren't dead these are, these, are, these are all the noises i'm not hearing <laughs> uh, were you so listening to any music or just canceling i was listening to music and then i told him this i can't li- i can never listen to like a podcast or a audiobook on the plane because it just the noise mm-hmm. and i was listening to an audiobook so. oh that's great i yeah. bet you can listen to this podcast on the plane because our podcast sounds great it's just so crisp good. Uh, Might be the headphones. These are the. I'm not kidding when I say these are the best <laughs> headphones I've ever owned. I love these. These I love these more than my other uh, Bose noise canceling headphones. Yeah, ask for a pair for Christmas. Ask your wife to get you a pair. Well, I'd like to think maybe the podcast that I uh, donate my time <laughs> and efforts to. These are three hundred forty nine dollars. I'm not worth three hundred forty nine dollars in the five years I was doing this. You're worth about half that. When so, you get to the when well, I feel that you're the three hundred forty nine dollar <laughs> mark, then. Then I'll direct you to you a, a coupon. You have a podcast. <laughs> you have a podcast. Email them. Yeah, and they'll send you. Something. Why oh, don't you try to get? Some, let our run get through. Don't okay. don't tell. Don't mention me. Right. But just uh, I'll I get, often I'll, don't. I'll get, <laughs> 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 what what other podcasts do you do? Just mine. <laughs> nothing else has nothing to do you're with that. No, you're under no. You don't have to. You don't have to promote this podcast. You do enough just just by you coming here. Is I, I appreciate it. I do. I ran into pod, uh, rock solid listeners when I was in Phoenix a couple weeks ago. Were uh, they lost? <laughs> <laughs> I was asking directions to get back to LA. Hey, look, I, I got sidetracked for a second with our fun talk, mm-hmm. but Bose literally invented the technology of noise canceling almost 40 years ago because they believe that by blocking out unwanted sounds and distractions, you can get immersed in what you truly love. Right now, Murray's son Frank is here and he's wearing a pair of these mm-hmm. so that he doesn't hear us say, uh, shit fucking cunt. Right. And uh, he's enjoying the hell out of them. Already. He is. He's he watching the Incredibles. He can't hear a thing. I can't hear him, which is blocking out all the noise and irritation. That <laughs> you should get a pair of these just to wear at home. Oh, yes. Yeah, just turn them on. You're not even listening to it, just to no, block out the noise. Block out Frank. Uh, all of the on-air talent here at the Rock Solid Podcast use the Bose Quiet Comfort 35 headphones during our recording because we want to hear what you're going to hear. Bose. Get closer. Thank you. Want love. <laughs> get closer. Do you remember that Linda Ronstadt song? Kyle, you don't. You're a kid. <laughs> All right, uh, a couple things I want to get out of the way. We uh, someone sent us uh, a nerd, uh, a nerd alert sting. This is by Hob the Troll. Oh, I like Hob. He's a good guy. Steve O'Dockerson. It's in my playlist for tonight's episode, it. right at the top. Uh, let's just uh, you know, if we ever get uh, sidetracked, we start talking about nerd talk. Then somewhere, uh, Kyle is responsible to drop this in. If he doesn't drop it in, it's on Kyle's head. Let's hear it. Oops, it's on my head. It's already terrible. I need like a Jim Cramer board of like 
Baba Booey's a better producer. <laughs> It's not really a sting. That's funny. <laughs> it's like, what, how long was that? A minute and a half? No, 16 how long is seconds. It? 16 seconds. <laughs> a sting is like three seconds tops. <laughs> the guy's a musician. There are albums, there are songs on albums that are 16 seconds. The guy's a musician. Yeah, that's 16 seconds. All right. It's not a sting. <laughs> what, what well, is well, it is like sting in that it's a long sting. And there's, I think that's very a, And I think that's a loot. So <laughs> it works out well. Look, I liked it. I, right. I like uh, it too. Okay, I, just think, I just think mine to and Hop the Trolls uh, definition of stings are a little different. I hope he makes one that says Murray sucks. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> two seconds. I'm sure he already has. I hope he makes one, but it's a minute and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Murray Valeriano. Hey, uh, we got some new supporters on Patreon. I'm just going to say some names real quick. We got Joe Becht. We got Tim Case. We got Michael Gilkison. We have Simon Oxley, we have Matthew Burke, Matt Berkey, Matt Berkey. Finally, I I bullied him. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I bullied him into joining. So thank you, Matthew. Uh, Pilar Alessandra, that's my wife. She throws two dollars at my Patreon. I threw two dollars at her. We call it a wash, and then we don't talk the rest of the month. Christopher Combs, Robin Keck, Todd Nemphos. If I'm saying any of your uh, last names wrong, I apologize. I think I'm doing okay though. Anthony Mueller, uh, he's investigating uh, our president. Uh, <laughs> John Lamoureux is on there. Thank you, John. I very much appreciate it. You have a podcast, and uh, and you listen to my podcast, and uh, I listen to your sometimes when I see a guest that I like. That's uh, probably one out of every 15. Uh, Brett Stewart, I'm kidding. John's the best. Uh, Jennifer Wilson. Uh, <laughs> this is really going off the rails. Jason Berger. Is this off the rails? I'm just naming some. Uh, thank you guys for- Is this uh, what you call a name sting? <laughs> Going just, on forever. It's one of the things. I, 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 I say that I'll thank the people. Right. If I haven't thanked you yet, you can send a, an email to me at rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com and just say, hey, I never got a shout out on the show, and I'll shout it out for you. And then I, don't I donate to the uh, shout out tier. You're just, you're just listing off the names in <laughs> Inspector. It's on that wall that they spray paint James Bond on. A lot of people like that. What are you talking? Uh, about? Wait, what are you talking about right now? <laughs> you know, Inspector. There's. But like, are you talking about James Bond? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I am talking about. I love James Bond. You like James Bond? Zing. I think it could be I think it'd be a little bit longer. <laughs> if we played that ten times, that would be two minutes. <laughs> the only sting that puts you to sleep. You started nerd talking, then you forgot about the sting. That would be 160 seconds. Oh, Frank, it'd be Frank, two minutes forty seconds. Frank, Frank found a bell. Frank uh, something that'll actually break through the barrier of the noise canceling headphones <laughs> is a bell. Right. I guess that's good in case there's a fire alarm sure. or something. Oh, he it's very it. funny. All right. I'm, I'm going to go move that bell. Okay. What if we hear Murray just beat his child? What if we hear a bell and then just more and more smashing? <laughs> he did it last time, too. We should have known to remove it from him. I don't blame well, him. we're children. I'd be ringing it. Bell talk. No, nah, don't sit it near him. What? Kyle, <laughs> don't make me take it away from you. I have a feeling it's going to vibrate when it's going to ring. Well, what rings? When you're done with your beer, ring that bell, and I'll bring you a new beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like this. 
Uh, tonight, Murray's performance will be brought to you by Line and Kugel Grapefruit Shandy. If you like a pussy beer, go Line and Kugel. <laughs> it's actually really good. It tastes like a grapefruit soda. Yeah, you downed a lot of it already. We haven't really even started. Thirsty. Is okay. You're driving your child home, right? I, yeah, one beer. <laughs> Well, that would be it for me. I'd be sleeping right here. On the oh, couch. no, please. It would, you'd be writing stings. Here we go. Here's my, oh, 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 one. Oh, one more thing. Uh, a shout out to uh, Sound Awake Radio, uh, Jeffrey Thames. Uh, Jeffrey Thames. Gave, Jeffrey Thames. I believe. I get screwed up with that name. Thomas. Thames. Famous Thames. Thomas. He gave a shout out, very nice shout out to uh, Kyle and I on his, uh, his radio podcast. Nice. Thank you, Jeff. I was actually going to play his shout out, but I don't have it queued up. So I will play that next time, Jeff. But uh, I just want to give you a shout out. Go to uh, Twitter and look up. Uh, let me find out how you can find Sound, Sound Awake. Because I. Uh, it's probably on all at your. Sound Awake Radio. Perfect. Yeah. And it's on probably all your, on your, all your podcatchers. Yeah. So do it, podcatchers. All right. We're ready to go? Yeah. All right. Here's what's going on tonight. Here's what we got going. First of all, lay it, lay it down, clown. I gotta find out which uh, which tier I'm talking about tonight. Hold on. Wait, what? Yeah, well, it might, it might drop after he starts listening to this. I know. Oh, okay. Here we go. On the Patreon page, the twenty dollar tier. It says after five months, this reward allows you to pick the topic for one show during the year. Uh, so here's what's going on, and you get the other stuff, uh, all the tears that are under it so michael bagford who's a great listener and bags i love him (laughs) (laughs) oh mickey bags (laughs) uh he's at michael bagford on uh twitter uh he's he's one of our amazing listeners uh he he's doing the album uh a day in 2017 he uh he tweets and posts and retweets and he really is uh he's I mean, everyone that listens, I assume, is a great music fan. But this guy really engages. So, he engages uh, the show. I've, I've, yeah. I've twatted with him back and forth on Twitter several times. So, super fan. Super fan. So, Michael, thank you so much. Michael, of course, he's in this tier. He's the first one that, that inquires about it. He's like, hey, you know, when do we start getting to do this? Oh. Picking a topic. I go, oh, if the time's right. So, Holding so, you to task. Yeah. So I want to tell everyone, um, take a look at the tiers you're in. And when the time is right email me and then we'll, we'll get this thing going but here's what we're doing and i'll uh, we'll see how this goes if this goes well then this is how we'll do it all the time sure so he sent me like uh four topics and i was like i'm good with all those i go but really you get you get to pick so you know if you if you said i want ska music i would do ska music mm. <laughs> well it would be funny because we'd make the fucking Ugh. fun out of it yeah. but uh Bring so your own trombone <laughs> so uh we narrowed it down to Genesis. He wants to do Genesis. Excellent so I, I said, band. Great. I said, we will do, uh, we will do uh, one song from each studio album. 15, uh, I believe. Yeah, and we're also doing, uh, there's an EP in there. And there's some, uh, there's some B-sides and stuff. I don't know if we're going to get to those, Michael, but we're definitely going to cover every studio album and the, one, and the EP that's called uh, 3 by 3 Oh, I don't think I know that one. No, you'll find out okay. about it. You hang tight there, Murray. All right. Uh, now, should this go shorter than actually having having M bags in here? Because whenever we've done an artist T to B, it takes like nine hours. Well, when someone com- when 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 a listener is on that tier where they get to come in here and host, I like I don't care how long it goes because I want to give them uh, their money's worth. Okay, but uh, he so what I had Mike would do. I said, pick your songs, give me the cue points. Uh, we'll put the song list together, and he has written. Uh, like one or two sentences about 
each song, which Murray's going to read, which is great because everyone knows, Kyle, what do we do the best around here? Oh, we're real good readers. Oh, we're uh, we good read. readers. We, we read. I have to read uh, a little intro that uh, Michael wrote. Michael wrote an intro, so uh-huh. I'm going to try this. You ready? All right. Oh, boy. There we go. Hey, Pat Murray and possibly Kyle, because I, you know, you're not here one every 20 shows. So. Again, he knew I was going to do this before yeah, he, I, told him I knew I was going to do you. this. I found out this morning I was doing this. Hey, Pat Murray, possibly Kyle, and all you great listeners. I'm Mike Bagford, that guy from Twitter who does an album a day on Twitter, along with Rock Solid and some great fans of the show. I've been listening since 2011 and have been a big fan and supporter of the show. I was thinking this show needs some prog rock bullshit brought into the mix. So I've brought you one of the best, Genesis. Dun, dun, dun. I've been a big fan since 2003, that's Genesis, <laughs> when I heard Selling England by the Pound on a camping trip. I thank my cousin-in-law, Sean, for introducing me to that album, as well as The Police and Yes. They started out as a prog rock cult favorite quintet and evolved into a huge mega hit rock trio. Hey, Pat and Murray, how did you two get into Genesis? Murray? How did I get into Genesis? I guess I got into Genesis. Kind of, again, if you guys know my story. I, oh. Yes, Frank? Are you done eating? Okay, good job. Oh, oh, that's what he wants. He wants his treat. second candy. Mind? And we'll just pick it up from when I go. I'm just going to keep all You're this. Keep this all why don't you, why don't why you, you say how you got into Genesis while Murray right. gets some candy for Frank and me? Frank's uh, <laughs> Frank's kid's bringing the show down. Frank's kid. <laughs> Murray's kid. Yeah, Here's Frank, the kid. Frank's kid, Murray. Frank's kid, Murray. Uh, I can tell you, I don't, know how I, I don't know how I got into Genesis, but I remember the first time I heard Genesis, it was um, my older brother, Kyle's dad, had... Uh, purchased the a 45 to a song called follow you follow me from 1978 and i think that's the first song that i ever heard of genesis at least that i remember hearing so um and then i just think um you know as they got on the radio more when they became you know the uh the hit making genesis uh, that's when I got into him. I didn't get into the prog rock Genesis. I don't think I've really gotten into the prog rock Genesis since in, since the, la- the last two years is when I went back oh, really? and listened to those Peter Gabriel albums because I really didn't know those albums. Sure. And uh, a, a pleasant surprise. I'm really, really excited to do the show. So that that's it for me. The first time I heard him was my brother had... Uh, what year was that? I missed that. I was 78. Oh, uh, okay. Follow You, Follow Me. I didn't really get into him. Like I saw the videos on MTV in the 80s, but... I didn't get into him until the Invisible Touch album came out. And my girlfriend at the time, Sue Meisner, and I went to see, and Billy Moran and another girl went to see them at Giant Stadium. I saw that tour at uh, Pittsburgh's Three River Stadium. Oh, awesome. Did Who opened? I do not remember who opened. Every Time You Go Away cover. Paul Young might have opened. Paul Young opened, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And I got into that. I loved that album, and then I just went backwards. My and prob- I just started going back all the way to the first album. My problem with that tour was I felt like they had an indoor stage at an outdoor venue. And back then they did they would put a video screen up, but it wasn't like the gigantic video screen. Right, it was small. They did they open with a Benny Hill sketch? Mm, I don't remember that. I don't have a great memory. Okay. <laughs> I remember they opened with a like Benny Hill was doing his security guard character backstage and they were Mm-hmm. Uh, doing a video and then they like yeah, and then they walked out and opened with Mama or something. I forget. I love Benny Hill because you always think you're gonna see boobs. I know. You think it was perfect. See, for you, think a be an, boy. you think there's gonna be a nipple slip on uh, right. late night TV on right. broadcast television? 
Nope. Nope. Never nope. happened. Just a bunch of yakety sacks. Is Benny Hill funny? No. Why did it? Why do we like him? He was slapstick comedy in the seventies, and we were nine. All right. And boobs. And younger. I was younger. And boobs. Let me pick up here. But yeah, but that's when I got into him, and I just I went. I I like it from the prog rock bullshit all the way up to the pop. I draw the line after Invisible Touch, though. We can't dance, and uh, what's that? The the, the last well, one. Don't I give it away. We might maybe someone has some. Of those okay. Songs. All right. All right. I will say. Um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. So I'll just say this. I'll continue reading what Michael wrote. You know what these headphones don't filter out? Uh, my um, stupidity? No. Kyle's candy eating. Um, I'm going to continue reading what Michael wrote. Okay. I call you Michael Bagford. And bags. And bags. He says, that's great, guys. <laughs> Thankfully, the reading for you two will be a lot shorter because now we're going to start rocking solidly. Oh. I bet we'll start out extremely strong. Right, guys? Right. Right, Michael. Yes, and bags. So like he's in the room. Here's the deal. The first Genesis album is called From Genesis to Revelation. I do not have that album. It, it just, I, don't, I just don't have that one. I, don't, I, I had it. I don't have it anymore. I don't get on board with him for a couple albums. Yet. So um, I get on board with his second album, but, but Michael does have a song from that album. So we're gonna, what we're going to do, I'm going to let Michael play songs from the album first and then i'll follow up so he's actually going to play two in a row so the first one murray you're going to read i will be playing the part of uh, michael bag m bags m bags says in the wilderness from genesis to that's how he talks from genesis to revelations not a huge fan of this album neither am i michael uh but still wanted something to represent it apparently the record sold 600 copies when it was religion originally released a rusty cow sold more mm. <laughs> <laughs> when it was originally released no Big hit. Ha, ha, ha. Sarcasm. This is In the Wilderness. Let's take it at 10 seconds, please, guys. And all the songs are pre-queued up, so you don't have to say what okay. to take it from. But All right. Leaving all the world to play, they disappear. And the leaves have gathered dust to an idea. Tearing pieces from our lives to feed the dawn. Miss surrounds the seagulls christened by the storm. Bad featuring the little Tony Banks there on the piano. Yeah, I like. I, I mean, if if that's the if that's the best song on the album, he picked a great one. Yeah, absolutely. Going to give you a little uh, rundown on the Genesis lineup at for this, this point, album. Yes, the original lineup. The ori- this is the original lineup. It's Peter Gabriel, Tony Banks, Mike Rutherford, and then we got a guy named Anthony Phillips on guitars, and we have a guy named John Silver on drums. Also of note is that this album was recorded and engineered by Brian Roberts. I don't know who he is, right. but the co-engineer was Tom Allum, oh. and he went on to produce all of the Judas Priest albums, mm-hmm. uh, all of the big albums. Yeah. So um, that's kind of cool. So that guy getting his start on the first uh, first Genesis album. Love Screaming for Vengeance. That song's good. This this song is good that he just played. Screaming for Vengeance. Oh, In the Wilderness. Yeah. yeah. No, I thought I when it. he started to sing at the beginning, it sounded a little bit like Ozzy. Oh, I, there's a little bit of a later solo Ozzy yeah. feel in that. That's for sure. All right. Do you, do you think this album didn't sell because of this cover? 
Yeah, that's a horrible. <laughs> it's just black. Oh yeah. It's like smelled the glove. Right. What yeah. what what uh what part of England are they from? Do you know offhand where they went to school and all that shit? I think the UK. Oh, is this part of the UK? Is part of the I think so. Okay. Probably Great Britain. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see if I can find that out. Did you pick something off of uh, from Genesis to Revelation? No, because I don't have this album. So okay. we're going to go mm-hmm. right into the into the second album. This which is, is where uh, you hop on board, right? This is where I hop on board, and I will talk about it after Michael Bagford mm. talks about it. Michael, what do you got for us? Well, Pat, thanks for asking. Murray Bagford. Oh, in bags. I can do them both. <clears throat> off Trust, the album Trespass, which is their second album. Trespass is a great underrated... Frank's a fan of Genesis. <laughs> I had to bring Frank tonight because I just dropped my wife off at the airport again. So. That's fine. You okay. can bring Frank. All right. Well, I apologize to the listeners. Trespass is a great underrated Genesis album. Anthony Phillips was a great guitarist for the band, but got extreme stage fright on the road and had to make way for Steve Hackett. Spoiler alert. This is the song Dusk. Augmenting the bells on. Uh... So, yeah, so for the album, Steve Hackett isn't on this album, but it's Peter Gabriel, Tony Banks, Mike Rutherford, Anthony Phillips still, mm-hmm. and then a n- new guy on uh, drums, John Mayu. Hmm. John Mayu. What did he go on to do? No idea. Okay. His uh, brother Peter became uh, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Chewbacca, right? <laughs> His brother Peter became what? Uh, Chewbacca and Star Wars. Oh. Nerd talk. You guys are nerds. All right. 32 seconds. Uh, we so we've done 32 seconds. No, we played it three times. Huh? Oh, we did? Uh, we do all that math. So you asked where they're from. Yeah. They're kind of from all over. There's Hampshire. There's Surrey, there's East Sussex. Okay. Where did uh, um, Peter Gabriel and those guys go to school at? Uh, well, they went to, they went went to, un, they went to university. Well, which university? Art college. Art college. They did go to art school, didn't they? Probably. They yeah. all did. Uh, That's all they have in England is art school. I would love to go to art college or university when I was in. He went to the Charterhouse School. Okay. He went with Hackett and Phil Collins. No, he went with Hackett and Tony Bank. No, he went with Tony Banks. And you can name them all the members, Murray. Hold on, I'm going to get Eventually it right. he'll get someone right. He went with Tony Banks and I think Rutherford. But yeah, they were all in Hufflepuff together. <laughs> what are you talking about? Is that a Harry Potter play reference? The goddamn sting. <laughs> Sounds like you're talking about a little bit of Harry Potter. <laughs> One, two, 
one minute and four seconds of I that. I feel like every time that's going to be played, it'll be after Kyle opens his mouth. <laughs> I just called it Kyle talk. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to get in the mix here, guys. Here we go. I'm down and dirty with Genesis. Uh, Hold on. Did you find out who they went to school with? No, I didn't. All right. <laughs> I'll look it up during this. Song. The song I chose from Trespass. I think there's one song on my list that has a Q in parentheses. And uh, that just means take it from the cue I have. You know what I'm, I'm, you know what I'm doing. Uh, uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Mm. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, no. no. no dude, That's awful. It. Why are you doing that? That's gross. What's up, sir? Don't, don't instigate him. I'm telling him to be quiet. I'm telling you. What's up, sir? Talking to you, Murray. I'm saying, what's up? Eat some gas X or something. Stop burping in the mic. It's gross. I should uh, uh, trespass 1970. Mm-hmm. The song I picked is Looking for Someone. Let's hear it, Kyle. Looking for someone. I guess I'm doing that. Trying to find a memory in a dark room. Dirty man, you're looking like a Buddha. I know you well. Yeah. Keep on a straight line I don't believe I can Trying to find a needle in a hand Listen to that prog rocky I love this Yes Why'd they get rid of this drummer? Nobody That's good, Kyle I also should point out Mike Rutherford at this point is on bass yeah. And that's him on the baseline. Gabriel founded Genesis in 67 with fellow Charterhouse school pupils, Tony Banks, yes. Anthony Phillips, Mike Rutherford, and drummer Chris Stewart. And the name was suggested by a fellow Charterhouse alumnus, uh, Jonathan King, who produced their first album. All right. Okay, there you go. So all, Thank you, Kyle. It's all uh, in there. Now, that's not nerd talk because this is a music podcast. Yeah, it's about that. Now, if you start, if you start doing this at the bar, I bring that sting out. <laughs> Uh, and I agree with uh, I agree with what uh, Michael said about Trespass is a great underrated Genesis album. This is a great great album. It really is. I lo- I love this top to bottom. I highly recommend Trespass. I really do love it. I, it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. Got to be honest. Most of these early ones, um, I, uh, Wind and Weathering, which we'll get to, uh, Selling England by the Pound, Foxtrot, Nursery Crime, and Trespass. I recently got those in the past like three months. Oh, okay. Those are the ones that I, maybe my knowledge only took me to, mm-hmm. you know, the next album because that's when right. Hackett and Phil Collins joined, but I don't know. But but for some reason, I jump on on the next album. Like, right. I don't even own uh, Genesis Revelation. I don't even think I own Trespass. Trespass you should get. You should send me. You mean you're going to steal music again? You no, back on no, board doing that? borrow it off of you. Oh, and then if you like it, you'll purchase it? Absolutely. That's what I always do. <laughs> All right, we're moving Why on. I talk. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got, Murray? Uh, we got Michael my, Bagford. My, oh, that's right. Oh, but I'm not bringing anything in tonight. This is all Michael Bagford. Yeah, you, yeah, you're I was, just bringing in. Uh, you texted me like 10 o'clock this morning. See if I could do this. Yeah, yeah. Just see if you could do it t- today. Yeah. It's not late. It's dark outside, but it's only, we're at the five to six o'clock hour. Yeah, no, it's fine. And I was able to, yeah. you know, get to the airport and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. All that. But so, you're commenting. You're bringing your uh, your funny business to this. Okay. And your uh, your 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 yuck yucks. All right. Well, I wanna, I'm curious to see what Mbag says about this because this is one of my favorite. Um, Genesis albums, Nursery Crime, C R Y M E. 
I quite like the Crosby, Stills, and Nash vibe of this song. They seemed pretty folky in the early days. Now, this is the one where uh, Steve Hackett and Phil Collins join. And this, I think this is the most memorable lineup, right? Of the original lineups. If Let you can me say that. see what we got here. Yeah, this is this is Gabriel Gabriel Hackett Banks Rutherford Collins. I would say this is until uh, until um, Gabriel leaves. Three. This is the first classic line. Yeah, lineup. that's what I think. Yeah, this, I don't know. I don't want to put words in Imbag's yeah, mouth. This is a cla- this is a classic lineup. Like if the, if these five guys got together and toured, oh, it would be wildly successful. Fucking awesome. Yeah, I'd love that shit. Yeah, because if they played like the first ninety minutes, they played just the Gabriel stuff. And then the second 90, they mm-hmm. played uh, the Colin stuff and then encored up with uh, Sledgehammer and Susudio. People go crazy. I, I love everything about that you just said. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you were mocking a do you little bit. Book, I wasn't mocking. You want to okay. book? Could we book this? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's just do like what people used to do. Hey, I want Elvis here. So, and you just produce it. Now, here's the thing. These guys are all still alive. Now's the time, guys. Is, what's, is Hackett? He's touring solo right now. He might be playing Wind and Wuthering. Um, T to B, really? Yeah. Wow. T to B. What? That's <laughs> fine, buddy. All right. But, but just electric and 12 tri- <laughs> the 12 string guitar parts. <laughs> <laughs> just his parts, nothing else. <laughs> well, this is a great pick from M Bags. This is Harlequin. like to point out that that song is only two minutes 56 seconds slightly and longer than hob the trolls <laughs> yeah how many stings could fit in that <laughs> and uh, uh michael picked a song that has a co-lead vocal between phil and peter and my song is actually a song that phil sings lead on mm-hmm. and this song is only one minute and 46 seconds oh. this is for absent friends Sunday at six when they close both the gates A widow pair still sitting there Wonder if they're late for church and it's cold So they fasten their coats and cross their grass They're always lost Passing by the See a small girl on her way home with a brand. Inside the archway, the priest greets them with a gorgeous nod. I like his comparison to uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never made Very that nice. comparison. Very nice. I like Frank's version. Frank's version. He's watching The Incredibles. That's why he's getting excited. And he's like, <laughs> and he's, I can't tell him to be quiet because he's got noise cancellation headphones on. It can't yeah. hear me. 
It would be hilarious if he just looked at you. <laughs> he and doesn't. Even, you he off. doesn't even know that he's being loud. He doesn't know what this is. He can't hear himself. <laughs> How old's Frank again? Five. He's five, kid. Guys, five. what are you gonna do? He doesn't want to hear prog rock bullshit. He's getting. Uh, he's digging the music. He's starting to air guitar around the house. Oh, is, is he? Cool. Yeah. What's he? Uh, what's it? Does he sit down? Does he play like Jeff Skunk Baxter? Does he sit in the stool? Yeah, he sits in the stool. <laughs> he prefers an alternative tuning to his. Uh, he sits at a stool and picks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he noodles. Let's go to October of 1972 with the Fox. Oh, we didn't, album. we didn't mention that their first album came out in 69 or 68, 69, right? Up top, my brother. Hey, yo. Hey, I didn't know we were allowed to do that. Still. I didn't know we were allowed to do that still on this podcast. No, that, that's uh, that joke originated with uh, with everyone. Okay. So Hopefully. that's something you witnessed. Here we go. Yeah, I witnessed it. What's up? He's pointing at the candy. He's pointing at the candy. <laughs> and whispering into Murray's right. cans. I think Murray I just said, one more. you can have one more, but just you have to, to shut him up. I said, listen, you have one more piece of candy. And if you don't shut up, I'm going to take another piece of candy you can and shove it up your ass. You know how you know how those mini twicks, you know how you break them in two? I'm going to break them in two. I'm going to shove one in each ear. Yeah. I'm shut up. Take your finger and I'm make it like yeah. a twix and break it in two. Oh, hey, oh here he goes back. Hey, Frank, how are you? <laughs> There's some negotiation going on. That's zero. But Frank, pick the biggest one. Figure out which is the biggest one in there. That's what I would do. I can only have one. It's going to be the biggest one. You can only have one, and you can only have an ambient joy. What if, wonder, wonder, <laughs> what if underneath I had just a full-size, like, king-size Snickers? I wouldn't like, put it past ah, you. Pulls it out. Like have, also, have a, have a grapefruit shandy, too, Frank. <laughs> they taste like soda. They taste like soda. Mm. What do you got there? Oh, that's a good one. What do you got? Eh, maybe not, though. He that's doesn't go for the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, which is what I'd go for. I like the color commentary of the kid pig. He's got it like a Linus uh, Linus T-shirt on Linus Van Pelt. Yeah, got some Nikes. Like it. He's got Swish. some winter socks on. <laughs> what do we got? It's a big decision. It's a, it is a big decision. Oh, he's going Twix, for the Twix. Twix. Two and one. Break My it kid's in half. smart. Shove it. Good choice, Frank. I chose two. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he knows there's two in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, smart kid. Oh. <laughs> oh, burn, Dad. Burned oh, you. Oh, he just faced me. Now go over and eat one of them. <laughs> you need to break his fingers. Come here. Okay. Okay. Don't get chocolate on those headphones, kid. <laughs> <laughs> those are Bose uh, Quiet Comfort 35. Where are we? What are we doing? Fox Sorry Trot. about that. I know some people uh, don't have Trot. kids and aren't interested in that. So I think we're making it funny. <laughs> okay. Kyle's here every week. He's a kid. He is a child. Foxtrot. I just got a message back for it's out. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like what he we're bailed. doing. Sorry, Michael. What if he hates kids? His name sounds like some something that they would yell on the Flintstones. Bagford! Bagford! <laughs> Get in here! No, Rockford. It would be on the. Yeah, it would be Rockford on the. Yeah. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> you Fox? talking about cartoons from the sixties and seventies? I am. Oh, why'd you bring up the Flintstones? Seventy-two Foxtrot. A minute twenty seconds. Reviews done. We keep the same lineup. Classic lineup. Gabriel Banks, Haggett, Rutherford, Collins. What do you got for us, Michael Bagford? I AKA have Murray V. A great rock and track with some killer bass and drums. Mike Rutherford was a big influence on Iron Maiden bassist Steve Harris. Hey, that's now, great. I did not know that. He could be making that up, but it sounds fantastic. <laughs> sounds fantastic. 
This is he picked uh, the bat. No, the battle. Oh, he picked uh, get him out by Friday. Bass playing right there. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> no. What if the What if the classic lineup takes you on tour playing the bell? <laughs> Which album has my song where I have a different uh, another uh, cue point? Uh, it's the, the next one. It's the next one. Okay. I just want to. We all we all know Tom Newerberg. He co-hosted the Thin Lizzy show. He took Kyle and I out for dinner, so we treated him nice. He's a nice guy. He's coming. Uh, he comes out to my shows in San Francisco. He's a fireman. He's a hero. American hero. He just uh, he texted me. He said, "In less than twenty four hours, I have saved one cat and one sheep." He said, "So yes, I am a hero." <laughs> so then I had asked him, "Really?" I go, "Wow, how?" And he, he here's what happened. Little little side note: cat ate the sheep. <laughs> he found an injured cat while walking the dogs last night, and then he came across a sheep with its head stuck in a barbed wire fence after church this morning. And he's a churchgoer; goes to church. Well, I thought these were fire call, firemen calls. <laughs> Is he living? That's why no, I was he's, expecting like, no, oh, no, there's no, a no, cat got, in a tree, there's a sheep no, in the no, tree. No, 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 no. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's. Remember, he had a dislocated shoulder, so he's on sabbatical. So instead, I don't of, think that's what it's called. But instead of saving people, he's saving animals and, now. And plus, and, he lives in a Norman Rockwell painting, yeah. apparently. And he put, "What can I say? I wonder who will play me in the movie." <laughs> <laughs> I find it odd that he actually texts you and not me at the same time. Because doesn't he always text you and me at the same time? Well, he messages us on Facebook, but we have each other's. Uh, I have his phone number. He's texted you and I several times. Well, why don't you be mad at him? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear now, about your sheep. <laughs> now, look, I, if I came across, I don't know how, if I came across a sheep that had its head stuck in a, it would it sound <laughs> that like one? that? Is that one? I think that's <laughs> in a barbed wire fence. I don't know if I would be afraid of the sheep. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if I'd be afraid. Like it would kick you or something? Kick me or bite me. What would you do, Murray? Would you be able to save it? Would you be able to help him? Um, I don't know. What kind of fence are we talking about? It's barbed wire. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I get all my Greek relatives over there. What if you found a butcher sheep? butcher that thing up, serve it for uh, Christmas. What if you found a sheep that's head was stuck in Pam Anderson's bar- barbed wire? <laughs> Wait, pre-Hepsi or post? Well, that's this is uh, probably during. No, bar- barbed wire was her first film <laughs> and it came out. Uh, when did that come out? It was like, like 95. A, it was like a are sci-fi you, movie. Are you talking science fiction? I'm caught talking science fiction movie. movies. Uh-huh. Okay, let's get to my Foxtrot song. Seconds. Minute 36 seconds. My Foxtrot song is 7 minutes and 23 seconds. We're going to hear about 6 minutes of that. It's uh, Watcher of the Skies. I think this goes into some prog rock bullshit, mm-hmm. too. Out around the gate. Watcher of the Skies. Watcher of all. Keyboards drumming. This is a Let it alone. 
tempo changes. Sounds like some bass overdubbing in there. I like it. Fade it down. That was great. Yeah, isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. What are we moving on to? What's up, Kyle? You want to say something? Uh, I was just going to ask. Michael Bagford does not know your picks, correct? No, he doesn't you, know my you've picks. You've seen his. Right. So. Is it time to find out what Kyle thinks about all this stuff? Oh, yeah. What do you think about some of this stuff so uh, this far? This is Kyle? fine. I actually didn't know that Genesis was like this to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, really, it's so... Look, when we get to the point where they change, mm-hmm. it is like... Night and day? It's, it's really drastic because the production goes so crazy like crystal clear you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and uh everything that we're playing today i have the i it's taken from i have the 1994 i think remastered editions all of those okay. so that's what these songs are taken from okay um oh yeah because i think i pitched before even before i knew this i pitched you an idea where it was like we play a song from a band where they have one album that sounds completely different yeah. than all their other ones. But you're talking like when Bon Jovi did a country album. Yes. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, but this would be like, that would be that first one. You'd be like, oh, and then it's like, oh, this is how it's yeah. going to be from now on. Well, I mean, but some people, I'm sure there's fans out there that don't like all of it. They probably, oh, sure. they're probably diehard. Collins ruined it. Yep. I'm sure there's people oh, that I say bet. that. Yeah, I bet. absolutely. I mean, there's a bunch uh, of hubbub going on about, yeah, I said hubbub. You got a problem with it? <laughs> Nerd vocabulary talk. We're moving on to Selling England by the Pound. A great excellent album. album. Excellent, excellent album. album. Pick would this you one say up. Excellent T to B. Yeah, I would. I yeah, would. This sure. this one I listened to um, with headphones on. Yeah, the absolutely. first time, and it was great with these headphones. Which ones are those? Oh, these are Bose Quiet Comfort Thirty Five. Bose? You mean the original uh, inventors of noise cancellation? Yeah, yeah, forty almost forty years ago. They're great. If I knew that for 40 years I could not hear people talking, I would have got these 40 years ago. And walk around hearing people talk. <laughs> uh, Michael Baggs picked The Battle of Epping Forest off of Selling uh, England fantastic. by the Pound. I would have picked this song if he hadn't picked it. The song that really got, the song that really got, into, Gen- the song that really got into Genesis. It's weird, but... It's probably the song that really got me into yeah, Genesis. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Maybe we could read these better if you wrote them better in bags. Come on. No, let's not. Oh, let's not. not He's throwing shade in the top paragraph. It's, by the way, the first time I've ever used the phrase throwing shade, and I didn't like it at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is a Battle of Epping Forest. The song that really got in bags into Genesis. It's weird, but then again, he likes weird. Best Gabriel era album of theirs, according to Michael Backford. Again, when I went on a tour, hoping to find some furniture, followed a sign saying beautiful chest, led to a lady who showed me her best. She was taken by surprise when I quickly closed my eyes. So she rang the bell and quick as hell. Bob the came out on his job to see what the trouble was. Louise. Reverend hard to please You're telling me Perhaps sir, if it's not too late We could interest you in our old-fashioned Staffordshire land Oh, no, not me I'm a man of repute Now this is, yes, go ahead, no What outfit do you think Peter Gabriel is wearing when he sings that? I like when he has the reverse mohawk 
Well, he, he shaves always, his head down the middle. He always has that for the masks and mm-hmm. stuff for a long time. He's like, it's almost like a triangle, mm-hmm. like an opposite Maynard. Doesn't Maynard have a pointy? Yeah, I believe so. If you watch the behind the music on Genesis, he's like doing a complete, he's like, he would be the guy that's stealing focus. Yeah. Like I know he's the lead singer, but everyone else is just dressed. And then he comes out dressed like a sunflower. Yeah. Or the old man. Or the old man. The, or the wizard, like that precursor to Vinnie Vincent. Yeah. It's look. just like the onk. So he'd be like Elton John. If Elton John, if there were five other guys that yeah, were just yeah. normally dressed. Right. If, if it was the Elton John band. Yeah. Or no, if it was called like, uh, you know, Fantastico was the band and Elton was the lead singer. Yeah, we got it. Is that a good name? Fantastico. I thought you were going to name the band Captain Fantastic. Hmm. That might be why Fantastico popped into my head. That's what I was thinking. Alrighty. Captain Fantastico. Captain and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. Oh. Z- the Brown Dirt Cowboys. That would be the the, the bandmates. The, yeah, the band. They're the Brown Dirt Cowboys. You know, is that mm-hmm. is that a is that a gay thing? Brown Dirt Cowboy. Yeah. Oh, because you're thinking like anal sex and yeah, yeah. I don't know. Kyle's typing away. <laughs> okay. Please, if images come up, please, I don't want to see it. What if you just clicked images because you did want to see it? Gay nerd talk. No, this isn't nerd talk. This is music related. Uh, yes, sir. Well, Bernie is, Toppin's the brown dirt cowboy, and Bernie Toppin is not gay. Well, let's see what our uh, it, it, it really doesn't. It just says it's from... It's from... It does, that, it does from seem the like... It does seem like a derogatory, like, you know, you're at a bar, oh, check out these brown dirt cowboys. Right, right. It just pirate. says Bernie Toppin. Oh, okay. It just says Bernie. What if, what if I said, check out these brown dirt cowboys, and you turn around and just Bernie Toppin was there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bernie. Okay, my song from Selling England by the Pound. This is from 1973. This is Dancing with the Moonlit Night. And well, I have a second cue also. Okay. Tell me where my country lies. Said the uniform to his true love's eyes. It lies with me, cried the queen of maybe. For her merchandise, he traded in his prize. Paper late, cried a voice in the crowd. Paper late? That's what he said. Did I miss something? He left a sign, Old Father Thames. It seems he's drowned. Selling England by the pound. Now jump to that cue, and this is where it goes prog rock crazy. This is also uh, an eight minute track that opens the album. Here we go. Sounds like it could be like some Iron Maiden type thing. Absolutely. All right, cool, 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 cool. I would have picked I Know What I Like in Your Wardrobe. I like that song. Yeah, I think that's the that's probably the most well-known song. You think so? Album. I think so. I think that was a single. Oh, yeah, it was? And, yeah, I guess it was, yeah. And I think the band re-recorded that for a Greatest Hits package that came out in the 2000s. 
Oh, really? I think so. Okay, I was off the Genesis train by 2000s. And we're still at Peter Gabriel, Tony Banks, Steve Hackett, Mike Rutherford, yep. and Phil Collins. And, uh, you know, apparently, you know, Rutherford always played bass for Genesis, yeah. is what it looks like. Yeah. And then guitar. And then when Hackett split. He does everything. He took over guitar. And what does he play in concert, though? Cause, uh, guitar. When I saw him. And they had, and, but every once in a while, he'll jump on bass, because there's another yeah, they there's a Darryl, session guitar player. Daryl Strumer. Yeah. Who um, is, was uh, a Phil Collins sideman on all the uh, Phil Collins solo albums. And then Thompson on, what's his name? Chester Thompson Chester on Thompson drums. Chester Thompson on drums. Because Phil would play sometimes and then yeah. step out front sometimes. And then sometimes. they do, when I saw them, they duo. They did a yeah, yeah. drum solo together. There's a funky, like, That's that? Peter Gabriel Inca? from that era. What's he got? What's he wearing? He kind of looks like a knight with a mohawk and clown makeup. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> I mean, if the whole band's doing that, right. well, then it's guar. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, like, guys, I'm out of here. You're like, mm, okay. And then when Phil Collins takes over, he's got a beard and jeans and an ill-fitting t-shirt. <laughs> he's got the, 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 the jersey. He's got the jersey. You're right. He's got like a football jersey yeah, like or something. Jersey. Soccer. And when we say football, we mean soccer. Yeah. We don't mean American football. I would we say mean Amer- the Queen's football. Absolutely. The Queen's Absolutely. soccer. All right, we're moving on to a lot of people love this next album. People, I think this is their most popular prog rock album, don't you think? People love The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Michael Bagford, 74. what do you think of it? I wish you had a Bagford voice, like the way like that uh, Christian Bale had a Batman voice. I wish you had a Bagford voice. I'm Bagford. I'm Michael Bagford, and I play a song for The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Genesis. Genesis is the best band. Apparently, I don't need one. Both of you guys got one. You go to hell. <laughs> um, but what, what, what was it? 75? 74. November came out in November of 74. <laughs> oh, we talked about Batman. Nerds. Is that a minute 36? No, it's one more it's than 16 that. seconds. This is what we're accumulating. So what's that? They're 46... It's 50. A minute 50. Yeah. 54. Almost two minutes. 54? <laughs> minute 54? Okay. I always like yeah. to t- talk about the, what the albums are selling. Um, selling England by the Pound is when they broke through in the U.S. They had a gold album with that. Mm-hmm. And Lamb Lights Down on Broadway, also a gold album. All right. So go ahead. What's your song, Bags? Um, this is a highlight from the album that the band played for many years in concert. This might have been their most progressive album to date. This is He Picks in the Cage off The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway.
Now, if I probably thought about it, I could answer this for myself, but is this mm-hmm. their first four-sided album? Yeah, this is their first double album, 23 songs, clocks in it, one hour and 34 minutes. I don't like this album. You don't like it? I don't like it that much. I don't know if I need to go back and listen to it again, huh. but this one doesn't really grab me. I listened to it this year as uh, one of the albums in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do love the title track, which kicks sure, of off course. the album, so let's hear The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Okay, so this is... Uh, I would figure this was their most accessible album of this era. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to listen to it again, because I don't what know do why it never grabbed me. <laughs> I just like the, the theatrics of that. You're like, like you were swirling like You're like the most successful... Ex- I was swirling like yeah. Google's beer. Yeah. yeah, you're holding your hand like a brown dirt cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, is, uh, this is the last Peter Gabriel album. Yes. That's Peter yes. Gabriel's Farewell. I don't know why Peter Gabriel left. Kyle was going to tell us, though. He's the lamb, and he laid down on Broadway. There were a lot of rumors going around when he left, like he was going to start his own theater company, and he wanted really? to go into acting. Yeah, right. I remember reading up on that. Yeah, but then people remembered seeing him in concert dressed like a butterfly and said, he doesn't got acting chops. <laughs> Not good. Yeah, so I'll definitely have to listen to Lamb Lads Down on Broadway. Okay, so He's here... Up, yeah. Oh, and you're going to... Yeah, you, oh, that's right. You're going to tell us why uh, Gabriel left the band. Uh, so tensions were heightening. No boy. After Lamb's Lies Down on Broadway. Uh, Gabriel created a concept piece that saw him taking the lion's share of the lyric writing. He might have written this Wikipedia article. Uh, and then also Gabriel was, uh, approached by director William Friedkin. Okay. Allegedly because Friedkin had found Gabriel's short story in the liner notes to Genesis Live interesting. Which sounds like a crock of bullshit, too. <laughs> I loved your liner notes. Let's make a movie. What? <laughs> uh, so he left to pr- pursue a film project, but then rejoined a week later. And then he quit before the tour. And then there's also some difficulty mm. with his wife's pregnancy. So it sounds like a multitude. Okay. So it sounds like all of these things. Personal personal things and with yeah. the family. because. Um, I think that was in the documentary too that Gabriel was married and had kids. Maybe the other guys might not have at that point. You know what I mean? Oh, that was a good not in the documentary, but in the um, behind the music. But they had a documentary out a couple of years ago that was really good on Showtime. Oh, you're right, they did. Yeah, yeah. Also, this says um, no complete performance of the album has been officially released, apart from the majority of the band's performance from January 24th, '75, at the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Also, it says here he ran out of costumes. <laughs> So that's why he left. And I, 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 we haven't really mentioned this. Uh, like for this album, the songwriting is it's credited to the entire band. Right. I, I'm, I don't know if that's how it was with the past albums too, but that's how that's how it goes. But to me, someone took the lion's share of lyric writing. <laughs> February of 1976, the band is now a four-piece with just 
Collins, Banks, Rutherford, and Hackett. And they released two albums in 76. And the first one is A Trick of the Tale. Another great album. Yes, it is. And tell us a little bit. Also, Kyle, what do you think? How are, how are we doing with the album covers after that first one? Um, They're okay. I mean, most of them were just kind of paintings. There was yeah. one that looked like a postcard that was kind of weird. I think that was Foxtrot. Yeah. They're proggy, though. When yeah, you look they, at them, yeah. you'd think prog rock. Yeah. I like, like this I like, album I cover. I like Nursery Crimes' <laughs> album cover. Where they're yeah, doing yeah. like the, uh, what's that sport in the yard? Oh, polo or croquet? Yeah. Are they doing croquet? Cricket? Like, Is it cricket? It might be cricket. They're British. Hold on. Can you look that up? I'm, wor- I'm working off my phone here because my kids are watching. Uh, it is croquet. Let me see. We say croquet. Can you blow it up a little bit? Genesis is blowing up. Genesis is blowing up. Yeah, they're doll heads, right? I can't see that Yeah, far. I believe now so. Now I'm going blind. <laughs> I believe they're doll heads. All right. So where are we? We're at a trick of the tail, right? Trick of the tail. Trick of the tail. Now, they don't replace, they don't replace Peter Gabriel because they're like, well, we got a guy that sings. This guy sang a this duo. This guy can sing. He sang a couple songs already. Yeah. He's, and he's, he's got a beard. He, he sang some songs that we didn't play, too, from some of the other albums. Yeah. We're giving Peter Gabriel his due. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, here we go. All right. <clears throat> oh, and this says this is the first Genesis album to credit songwriters individually as opposed to the band as a whole. Oh. So what song are you going to play? And I'll tell you who wrote it. This is where Entangled. Entangled was written by Hackett and Banks. Yeah. Banks tend to tend, tended. Is that right? He seemed to write a lot. I don't know until now. Okay. But I, I, from this point on, I think he seemed to write a lot. And what do you want to tell us about this song? Are you telling me what to do? No. All right. You're like snapping your fingers. So I just pointed at the paper. You didn't have to acknowledge it. Okay. You could have just like, oh, no, I want to know. Dummy. What, I want to know the, the listeners to know what a taskmaster you are. I'm just, the guy wrote these notes, Michael Bagford. I I'm going to read them. I'm a big fan of Michael Bagford. Sounded Bagford's. like you it's were a up the song. No, it's not like you're queuing it up to write Michael Bagford to read Michael Bagford's words. Right. <laughs> if I have to go poop, can I have a candy? <laughs> yes, you can. People won't get that. Go ahead. In bags, does entangled. Uh, a great dreamlike song from my favorite Genesis album. You can just drift off into dreamland or your surf videos during a podcast, Murray. <laughs> Fuck you, Inbags. I just said. I just said. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. And now you can eat an bag of shit. This is Michael's favorite album, so let's hear it. Sentence to drift far away now. Nothing is quite what it seems. Sometimes entangled in your own dream Well If we can help you We will Soon as you're tired Now here's a question that Hold nerd, on, I'm watching surf videos That nerds can argue about Who's a better surfer, Peter Gabriel or Phil Collins? I'm joking because you said surfing okay. Whose voice do you prefer? Uh, apples and oranges, I like them both mm, I, I really like do. them both too But also I think Sometimes it, I feel like Peter Gabriel singing He sings like a guy who's trying to sing yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can see that. All right. But I feel like 
Phil Collins really comes into his own after Duke, like around Duke. Yeah. Maybe. And then there were three. Are but you I'm Patrick not a- Bateman? <laughs> what? That's a line from American Psycho where he's like, I think Phil Collins comes into his own after. Oh, really? Is yeah. that true? Yeah. Is that true? <laughs> I thought you were just quoting. You're talking about movies. I'm talking about movies. <laughs> oh. And that is the American Psycho movie? Yeah. All right. With Christian Bale. Really wish it was longer. <laughs> Where are we? What, what is that? We're over two minutes now, right? I lost track. Yeah. Are you talking about two minutes of playing that sting? Yeah. This next song was written by Banks and Collins. This is the song I chose. It kicks Hold off. On. I never saw that movie. Okay. All right. I just no, I wasn't quoting right. that one. Well, spoiler alert. He talks about Phil Collins. Yeah. Okay. So you might be the American psycho. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that, this song is called Robbery, Assault, and Battery. If you think disco sucked, prog rock disco sucks. <laughs> <laughs> they started to work also with a guy named David Henschel on uh, on this album as producer, co-producing with him. So um, you know, apparently they were able to, they, they were like really, let's branch out a little bit now that we don't mm-hmm. have Gabriel here. Sometimes we can release two albums this year if we want to. Sometimes it sounds like, hey, let's write a song we could never play in concert. Yeah, I, I always think about that like with bands like... When when they were writing an album, do they are they writing ten songs that they think that they could play any one of those in concert, or they're always like four on there that they go, we'll never play. Well, this. they think, and I saw them late, and they were still playing a couple of those really long mm-hmm. ten minutes for the hardcore fans. Yeah, uh, we'll look when we get to that tour, we'll look up the set list on that. But I remember them branching. I out remember into, Mama seemed like it was twelve minutes. That's such a good song. Do, 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 do. You, well, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to the. Mom. You know who I went to see that show with? Who? Your mom. My mama? Yep. Ha! 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 Got me. Ha! God, I hope, the, I hope all the notes from now on make fun of Murray. Uh, second album of 76 drops in December. Again, working with David Henschel. Again, still the four-man lineup. This Collins, is... Hackett, Rutherford, and Banks. And this is called... Wind and Wuthering. What do you got, Michael? I've never... Murray doesn't, Mike, doesn't give this album a lot of listen. All right. Just Have you ever heard it? Are you just, yeah, yeah. You're being I cool. I'll give a lot of cool, listen. man? No, I'll just give a lot of listen. No, no I'm just... You know what? I'm just keeping arms You're distance cool, from man? me and in bags, all right? Being a little cool? He drew a line, and mm-hmm. uh, I understand. Mm-hmm. Now I know where our friendship is. So, um, What if for the rest of the notes, Murray would just add, and I hate this song. <laughs> it's the worst album. 11th Earl of Mar. Boring. A what strong you, opening track. From a great follow-up to Trick, after Steve Hackett left, the album got a li- the album's got a little more commercial, but still retained some of the progginess. 
Is that a word? It is now. Of the earlier albums. People tend to forget that. I was just kidding. I love Murray. Oh, oh that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't on my copy just of it. Just kidding again. I hate Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Wind and weathering. Uh, this is 11th Earl of Mar. That's a prog rock title. Uh, if you've ever seen one, holy crap. Listen to that. Crank that I like a little that bit. A lot. Starting to sound low, you can start to hear a little bit of what's going to happen. Uh-huh. You can hear a little, a little foreshadowing, as they little say. Turn the drums up and everything down. <laughs> turn Gabriel's mic off. Uh, that song was written by Banks, Hackett, and Rutherford. And my song is called Your Own Special Way. And it's a ballad written by Rutherford. Collins could have recorded that in the 80s on one of his solo albums and had a number one hit with it. I just That's the first uh, song to chart in the U.S. of Genesis. Oh, I didn't know that when yeah, I picked I, it. I was just looking to see if Hackett um, toured on this album, which he did. And uh, according to Wikipedia, the single Your Own Special Way was the band's first charting single in the U.S., reaching a whomping. Anyone? Um, I'm going to say 72. 38. 62. Mm-hmm. 62 mm-hmm. and this is the first uh this is the first tour where they recruit chester thompson oh that's good drums. that's good uh yeah to fill in for phil yeah phil because yeah. he's got to be you can't drum and sing all night long <laughs> who are you don henley yeah he doesn't even do it he doesn't drum hardly i don't know if he's a good drummer he's not he seems he's, like he's i don't know he seems like he I don't keeps know. time and he's stiff and he holds he's the stick he chokes up on the sticks yeah, yeah. no if you ask don henley would he say he's a good drummer? You'd say he's a fantastic drummer. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. If I'm answering that honestly, I think he might just say I'm adequate for what we need. Hmm. I don't think. I don't think. Look, he, but he'll tell you he's the greatest songwriter since um, Lennon and McCartney. Oh, absolutely. Who? M- McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. They don't get a lot of airplay anymore. Do that, they? Lennon a- and McCartney are two guys. <laughs> Actually, Menon and McCartney uh, are really uh, good. Weren't they? Wasn't that Scrooge's partner, McCartney? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, it was. That's. Is that one of your? Do you like uh, a Christmas Carol? 
Do I, I like I, a Chris, I like a Muppet Christmas Carol. I love Christmas special. I just watched, I know you did. We both just watched um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I love it. <laughs> nerd talk. You guys are nerds. Oh. What are we at? Two and a half minutes on that by now? Probably. Yeah. Did you Have you seen Plane, Trains, and Automobiles? I have. Do you like it? Yeah, I like that a lot. John Candy's best performance by far. It's great. Yeah. Now we're we're doing this on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. What did you do for Thanksgiving? I was in San Antonio, Texas. With, yes, with Marissa's family. The Show Me State. No, nope, I think that's <laughs> I think that's Missouri. Or okay, I think it's yeah, it's Missouri, right? I think. What's Texas? Uh, the Lone Star State. Lone Star State, or the you can pry the guns from my dead hand state. Yeah. Yeah. And that Marissa is your girl. Yeah, now are you guys uh fiance? It is Missouri, it's the show oh. state. All right, fiance. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you guys back together? We, we, we never were apart. She lived oh, in New li- York for living, two months. No, she's she's there now because she's going to school at NYU. Okay. Tish. So she's not so you guys aren't together? Not physically. Right. Yeah. Sorry, fiance. <laughs> I stepped away. Yeah. Did anyone know it? Probably not. Probably not. They're probably like, man, the show actually started getting good. Oh, I don't think so. They're in a groove. <laughs> oh, oh, not a groove. Did you guys keep it going? We almost oh, fought. <laughs> we, it, was like, it was like when Kelly has to go to the bathroom and Gelman and someone else has to talk. And <laughs> <laughs> what is that show? Uh, Live with Kelly Ridman and whatever. <laughs> did you watch that show? Uh, that, did you watch like or, a daytime morning talk show? Did that, that show what we're talking with about? Regis Philbin and then moved on to others? Yes. Nerd <laughs> talk. You guys are nerds. All right, here we go. We are now to the second classic lineup mm-hmm. of just Collins, Banks, and Rutherford, and the appropriately titled, and then there were three. Oh, who? Rutherford steps up on guitar here. Who filled in on bass at this point? Do we know? Do you know? Let's well, for for the studio albums, Rutherford's playing Probably both. Probably both, right? Who they they brought Chester Thompson on drums? Are we at, we're at and then we're, there were three, right? Yeah, and yeah, and then there were three. All right, Banks, so Collins Rutherford, and Rutherford. Parcha Hackett. The album marked the change from progressive rock roots to more pop oriented. It doesn't. Where can I find? I'm looking to see who toured with him. On, oh, Daryl. All right. This is when they bring uh, toured worldwide with uh, Daryl Strummer. And does Stur- he play Sturmer. bass? I thought he played guitar. He, he played play- guitar. He, uh, when I saw him, uh, Rutherford went, and him went back and forth. Okay, cool. So so I guess. All right. So that's when they have. Now they have their classic touring lineup. Yep, exactly. Okay, cool. And then that's also when, when Collins tours solo, he brings those guys along too. Strohmeyer and Thompson, Absolutely. I knew. I didn't know. Stru- oh, I don't definitely. know how to say his name. Sturmer. 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 If ever there was a guy that needed to change his name, it's that. Sturmer? Yeah. I would have changed my He should have just changed his name to Joe Sturmer. No, oh, that's already taken oh. at this point. Now, this album, um, oh, and from here on out, the songs I'm going to play mm-hmm. are songs everyone's going to know. Okay, why is that? And because because I, you figure Bags probably got a couple deep tracks? Um, no, no, really, because I, I these these are songs I like. I like these hit songs okay. that I'm going to play. All right. It doesn't mean that I picked this. Uh, no, I, no, some of these songs I picked are the ones that I like the best okay, on cool. the album. They just right. happen to be some of the big hits. So what are we going to hear from Michael Bagford? Well, Bagford picks uh, Deep in the Motherload. Which is what the brown dirt t- cowboy gets into. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I apologize. I don't know to who, but I apologize to someone. Uh, a great story about somebody going out west in the gold rush. Only there's no gold to be found. Only disappointment and dreams of being back home. This is deep in the mother load while Frank plays Star Wars over there. I like that a lot. I don't really like that. I don't listen to this album very much, but I like that. Yeah, I, this is another one I need to go back and revisit because I don't like this album that much. And for some reason, this is the one that always comes up on my shuffle. It always goes to one song on this album for some reason. Your, your iPod just goes, let's fuck with Let's Murray. just fuck with Murray today. Everything he hates, let's bring it up. This is their first album to go platinum in the US. Oh. Yeah, suck it, hack it. That's we just right. went platinum because we don't have your noodling bullshit. It's like you can't hack it. Hey. <laughs> Uh, Skeleton looking motherfucker Again, <laughs> again I'm going to go with the, the first Genesis song I ever remember hearing Let me guess. Is also the song that closes out the album This is Follow, follow you, you, Follow Me It's a good song It really is I think they played this when I saw them Stay with me My love I hope you will always be Right here That's such a great song. We have officially reached pop territory. We are in the, we are in the pop territory of Genesis. Things uh, are about to change. I like that sound Rutherford had on that guitar. Mm -hmm. I, for, for the longest time, I thought it was a keyboard, but I'm pretty sure it's Rutherford doing that. Doop, 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 doop. No, what he did was he took a, he took a knitting needle and he okay. jammed it into his uh, amp, and then he uses a, he uses a bipedal uh, cue cord, okay, and uh, he humbucker? plugs that through, and they plug it all through the Marshall stacks and then into the board do directly. You think, do you think he was using a humbucker or single coil? What do you think? He might be using a humbucker. I know that he uh, built that guitar himself. He built that guitar himself? Yeah, he absolutely he did. that classic sound. Yeah. Talk over it. Nothing new is going to happen. <laughs> the opening chord in that, whatever he's playing it on, doesn't it sound like the opening chord to Purple Rain? Maybe it is. Just, can we hear it again? I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, I can't believe it either. <laughs> oh, now I missed it. Go back. Doesn't it all sound No. I wonder if the prince was talented. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Steve Onism. Ah, oh, kick a troll when he's down. Oh, I would love to hear him do uh, maybe do uh, Let's Go Crazy or a Little Red Corvette troll style. No, I'd like to hear a him medley, do. just a Prince medley. Oh, oh, Prince, Prince medley. medley. That's what we want. We would love a Prince. You play a Prince medley. I'll play. Uh, I'll play. Use it as. A, I'll play the whole thing, entire play out on a on a show that it doesn't even belong in. You got to put in uh, eight minutes. No, I'm not. I'm going to play that. That's going to be for Patreon people only. Oh, there you go. Perfect. How about a video? Yeah, you got to throw. Then you got to throw him some ducks, right? Mm. <laughs> All right, you guys settle it. It's prom- it's promotion for him. Okay. Oh, okay. And his oh. Pet Smells album. Okay. Which I have three copies of. I don't know how that happened. I think we all put them in your bag as a joke. Oh. I would like to have mine back. Mine's in my car. Is it wrapped or unwrapped? Unwrapped. No, it is unwrapped. It is all right. All right, are we moving on? Uh, we're moving, okay, on. Yeah, we're we're moving on to... Uh, Duke. What do you think of this album cover? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Frank's looking at himself in the uh, in the window, the reflection <laughs> in the window. He's a good-looking kid, and he's going to drag my laptop off the desk. Oh, yeah. Do you want to go tell him? Because he might. I am kind of worried. I need a new laptop. <laughs> That's the way you get it? Yeah. Frank broke it, honey. Honey, Frank busted up, and all my writing was there, even though I backed up before I left because I knew he was going to break it. He, he got out the sledgehammer and then drove over it. Are you talking about Peter Gabriel's sledgehammer? <laughs> uh, do you like this album cover? No. Duke? You don't like this one? Not really. I think this is a concept album of some sort. Let me see if I can find out. It, like I was looking to see who did it because I wouldn't have been surprised if they were like, Phil Collins doodled this on a napkin once. And, he co- and we said, who was it? And he goes, that fella's name is Duke. <laughs> it says Lionel Kecklin did the cover. I don't know who that is. He's looking at the moon. Never worked again, that guy. <laughs> it does look like a, it, it, is, it is specific. It looks like those British. It cover, looks like though. those British cartoons. That's like kind of like yeah. oh, Doctor Katz yep. moving the type thing. Co- the album cover. That'd be a good album to get like autographed. It. That'd be a like good it. album it to get be. autographed. Lots of white space. I'd sign right across Duke's ass, <laughs> looking out the window. All right, what do we got, Michael Bagford, aka Murray V, uh, aka watching surf movies. Where are I we? call them movies. Duke. <laughs> Duke. Duke. A great opening track that opens up Duke. Oh, this is behind the lines. Um, a great opening track that opens up Duke and would have started a long prog suite of songs with Duchess. Guide vocal, turn it on again, Duke's travels, and Duke's end. Are you reading one word at a time? What are you doing? Uh, what's wrong with that? It didn't or? sound like you were stringing them together as a cohesive sentence. No. Well, I thought I'd been doing pretty good. Should I do no, it, again? it was like a great opening track that opens up Duke and it, would have started... It does say it has instructions, so it says like number number ten, read every other word. But when you get to the bottom, it says read all the instructions before first, and then don't do anything. Behind the lines, a great opening track that opens up Duke and would have started a long prog suite of songs with Duchess guide vocal. Turn it on again. Duke's Travels and Duke's End. Phil Collins discovered that this was a great R&B song when (laughs) this was Speed Up and did a version of his own on Facebook. And I think he meant Sped Up. I know. All right. So so Collins covered a Genesis song. Later on. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. Yeah. 
It's okay. We're at, we're at we 25. Juice. So we got 25. Okay. I can go get a cord. We can plug it in. We don't want to run out of juice. All right. <laughs> you want to get a cord? Juice is, why don't you queue yours up and then you can, you can run. I'll queue mine up and I'll get Now look, I, I like told you, I told you that I'm going to be playing some hits now. And so let's go with, and Kyle, you look up and see where this charted. This is uh, one of the two big hits off the album. This is Misunderstanding. Ah, I like the song. I, I thought you were going to go with. Uh, Turn it on again. Yeah. No. What do I think you're going to go on again? Turn it on again. Those are the two hits. What was I thinking? I, I don't know. All right. Shut up. That's a, this song is like the real, this is like the, the new Genesis. Yeah, absolutely. That's, this song. is how it's going to go. It's a good song. You like that song, Kyle? Yeah, it was good. Uh, so do you want to guess where it, where it charted? I'll give you a hint. It's this, the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. It's the same peak position as the U.S. Cashbox Top 100. Are you, well, saying, this, are you saying this single or this album? The single. the single. Okay, let's hear it. Hold on. I thought you guys I'm were going to guess. guess. I'm going to say, it's my understanding. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 18. Oh, I was going 12. Let's hear it, Kyle. It's 14. Oh, we'll split the You're difference. closer. You're closer. Oh, I win. I was going to split the difference. I was going to take the high nope, road. Nope, you win. Nope, nope, nope. You win. <laughs> Let's By the see way, where I love this how order I, up. I love how I yelled at my kid to stop ringing the bell, and I haven't stopped ringing it for <laughs> an hour and a half. <laughs> this album went to the number one in the Bring U- that, that bell. <laughs> this album went platinum in the UK and in the US. The album went to number one in the UK. And it went to number 11 in the U.S. So they're so close right. to breaking the top 10 in the U.S. So let's see what, what happens. What year was this album? 80? This is 1980. So that's so they're 11 years in and still haven't broke the top 10 in America. I know. They would have never gotten that shot today. Hang it up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't think a prog rock band named Genesis with a guy dressed like a sunflower, they're not going to get a <laughs> nine album deal? No, um, but four kabuki dressed motherfuckers can... And it's so it must it's so weird too. Like Hackett and and Gabriel leave, and they they're starting to sell more albums and chart higher. That's what that's what you do when you want to argue with people. You go, hey, when did they sell the most albums? Yeah. Hey, when you want to go faster on the boat, you lose the dead weight. Yeah, when do you who when are they, who when were they more popular? That's a good argument, Kyle. Well, po- being popular doesn't mean that it's good. Mm, fuck off. Yeah, the majority of people. Yeah, are you usually. brown dirt cowboy. <laughs> are you Twitter right now? Is that your Twitter impression? I'm actually Reddit right now. I turned into Reddit. Okay, um, <clears throat> eighty-one. Here we go. Two times platinum. Excellent. Abacab. What does Abacab mean? Is I think I know. Let me hear it. I think I you think know too. I think it's the chords of the song. I think you're right. A, B, A, C, A, B. Oh, someone's mouth wasn't full when they were saying the title and someone started that. Abacab. <laughs> it was a really... 
That's what it sounds like. I think you're right, Murray. What song does Michael Bagford have off Abacab? Dodo forward slash lurker. And again, I'm just okay with the Duke. I don't love the Duke album. Oh, you don't love the Duke? I like the Duke album. I like it, but I don't love it. Okay. What's up? Get read the whole thing. Okay. Or? Well, he interrupted. Oh. I did interrupt. Genesis knows, Genesis knows how to rock out on this song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how he wanted it read. <laughs> Abacab was originally intended to be a double album, uh, and this song duo, song duo was, originally was originally part, part of, of a four-song four song suite with, with Naminow. That's how I used trying. to say it. Nominal, can you? And, and uh, submarine. 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 Mernini. Submarine. Which, Which were B sides. You're, you're like on a Time Life commercial because you, you don't know what's coming up, and you vaguely know. You're just like, uh, they're like they didn't really know how to rock out on this song. <laughs> <laughs> he could, uh, he could read ahead. What? Do you like infomercials? Do you watch a lot of infomercials? Oh. Like I remember the Time Life ones I liked because they yeah. were they were music oriented. Mm-hmm. Those would come on and I would watch those at night and they were so good. Never meant to cause you any sorrow. No, you don't think so? I think it's the chord. Uh, now it's just becoming tangent talk. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> True. Well, there is no real definition of a nerd anymore anyway. We're all nerds, man. Hey, man, we all have our nerdness. Ever since hard work, hard work blew it up. Nerdist we're all nerds. Talk. Ever since hard work blew it up with his thousand dollar suits and his Porsche, we're all nerds, man. <laughs> his super, Marian, his ma- supermodel girlfriends and his hit TV shows. Ever nerd. since now that his his wife is the heir to the Hearst fortune, we're just all Look, nerds, man. Hey, man, he goes home to his mansion like every other nerd and sits down and plays on his NES classic. <laughs> Look, man, everyone enters their house through a TARDIS. <laughs> when he works out at home, the original Robbie the Robot spots him. And I'm talking about the actor who's actually in the suit, and he spots him. Talked about Robbie the Robot. Who's that? No, it's one of the robots. I mean, the, the Robbie the Robot and then the robot from Lost in Space mm-hmm. were the, the two famous robots on television in this setting. What about the Far Out Space Nuts? Oh, not the far out space nuts. Sorry, troll. I keep forgetting about that last part. What am I? Who were the two androids? Ruth Buzzy and Gomer Pyle. I don't know what you're talking about. It was now. a kid show. I really don't know. What the you're lost, about. the lost space saucer. The, the, the far out space nuts. Far out space Who's nuts. Who's in the far out space nuts? It was, it was a, it? both were Marty Croft. Bob Denver and Chuck McCann. And Patty Maloney. <laughs> but then check out the Lost Space Saucer. The Lost Saucer. <laughs> the Lost Saucer. Ruth Buzzy and uh, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Ruth Gomer Buzzy, Pilot. Jim Neighbors. Jim Neighbors. They Alice played androids Clayton. and they got, uh, they, and they picked up two kids and they got lost in space. Are there theme songs for either one of their shows, Kyle? Oh, Lost Space Saucer, definitely. Oh, and Far Out Space Nuts. They, they, Michael Bagford, this is his least favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> These are great. These are the, when they used to tell the whole story of the show. Which one is this? Time. It came 
So basically, they just they just kidnap two kids. Yeah. And now. <laughs> and this this song is on Abacab. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is this the Fox? Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. I I'm gonna say that this theme song is better than the other one. Wait, oh. I'm gonna say this about Jim Neighbors. Okay. Brown Dirt Cowboy. <laughs> Never proven. <laughs> Go away. <No>. Shazam. <laughs> It is the same song. They both sound like coming into Los Angeles by uh, Guthrie. These both suck. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) So wait. So wait wait a minute. Okay. (laughs) I know what you're gonna say. I think I know what you're gonna say. So no, no. For this one. Uh, Bob Denver and whoever the other guy was, Chuck McCann, Chuck McCann were were delivering supplies to mm-hmm. the space shuttle. Yeah, while it was already up. Rocket. Oh, did they accidentally yeah. get and, on it? And then they took their lunch break in there. Mm-hmm. And Chuck Chuck McCann said, "Let's have lunch." And Bob Denver was reading a newspaper and he had his feet propped up and he hit the launch button. Instead of launch button. Oh, Jesus Christ. And, uh, then and they, we they bought that to, as kids. Then we bought it. Space. I watched it every Saturday and morning. I'm assuming their dynamic once they were in space where McCann was the skipper oh, and absolutely. Bob Denver was just killing it. And he looks just like yeah. uh, Al, uh, Alan Hale. A fat blowhard. <laughs> yeah, totally. A bully. A bully. Yeah. The skipper's a fucking bully yeah. on that show. They should have eaten him. What? Should have went cannibalism on oh, Skipper. Yeah, totally. Just eat him. Yeah. It's supposed to make a Gilligan movie. Put him in. No, the- please don't. You know who's playing Gilligan? Who? Dax Shepard. Josh Gad. And he's look. I'm. He's too fat to play Gilligan. He's also not like that. He, that's not his type of character. No, it's not. That's movies never going to get made. <laughs> I saw Josh Gad in one of those last performances of uh, Book of Mormon in New York. Was he great? Fucking awesome! Yeah, I bet and he I'm is. I'm not a big musical guy, but it was amazing. It was great. Chip Chinnery loves Josh Gad. <laughs> really? No, he can't stand. Oh, him. really? He goes crazy every time we bring him up. He goes nuts. I love when Chip Chinnery gets angry at stuff. We're gonna listen to Dodo slash Lurker from Abacab, oh, as requested we, by Michael Bagford. And can we look up to make sure I got the chords right? Sure. On, in that song. So just, this is uh, Dodo slash Lurker. Just tell him yes. <laughs> Good. This album went to number one in the UK, went to number seven in the US. It was self-produced by Genesis. It goes gold in the UK, but it goes double platinum in the US. This is my favorite Genesis album. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Go ahead. uh, I'm not even going to split it up. Like, my favorite Peter Gabriel album is this. This is my favorite Genesis album. I really love Abacab. And the song that I picked is, it's a hit. It's No Reply at All. Oh, I was hoping we... Real quick. It is the... At one point, the sections were ordered A, B, A, C, A, B, but then Rutherford said that the completed song no longer followed the format, but the name was kept nevertheless. Okay. 
All right. I like that. And this is a single. Can we hear that uh, after this? Oh, I don't play an instrument, so I'm not going to know. <laughs> Are you going to know? <laughs> what? No, I just want to hear it. I like the song. All right. Yeah. I'll get my buddy back. A little Abacab? Yeah. And right. you're playing No Reply at All? No Reply at All. Great horns. Phil Collins influenced with his horns. Is this the one where Phil Collins is the video? He's every character? I don't think so. Okay. I think that's a Duke song. Okay. I could be wrong. That song only goes to number 29 in the U.S. Really? Yeah. That was all over MTV. I know, I know. That was all over MTV. But, and, and MTV didn't have anything to do with the Billboard charts, I guess. I guess not. Re- or in, influence. Be the reason. Influencing, possibly. That would be the reason. Can we get a little uh, Abacab? A little, a little Abacab from Mer. Are they all in here? Mm, no. We're probably not. I would have to plug in. All right, never mind. I tell you what, we'll, that'll be our play out. Okay, so deal. We'll play out with that. Awesome. Okay. Right. okay, we're moving on now. They did an album. They did a live album called Three Sides Live. Love that album. That's the, a great live album. Yep. And the fourth side was studio tracks. Mm-hmm. Those studio tracks were also released in the UK on an EP called Three by Three. Three oh, songs. that's what that is. Yep. Okay. And so what did Michael Bagford choose off of the EP? Uh, he went right to Genesis. No, I think if you go to the next page. Oh, he went out of turn? Well, I, I put it in chronological order, but you can see. No, I can't. Where, where he says alternates. Alternates. He's and got. Go, go down. I, hi, I, made it, I made it bold. Kyle, you can he, see you, it. You should have. It's, it's right there. Highlighted passed, it. Right there. Right there, Kyle. We look like oh. this far out see, space nuts right now. Oh, three by three. I got yeah, it. Yeah, okay, go. okay, yeah. He All picked, right. you might recall, a reflective mellow song left over from Abacab, which ended up on the three by three. You ever get the three by three at uh, In-N-Out Burger? It's great. I saw a porno though where they had a three by three. Oh, yeah? yeah. Right up the dirt road. <laughs> the cowboy. Keep going. Sorry. That was a California joke, by the way, the In N Out Burger. EP and the uh, And porn. And the American ver- <laughs> California porn. And the American version of Three Sides Live. The British version kept the title, but side four was also live. Nice. Hmm. So are you saying in Great Britain they had four sides live? I'm not saying shit. All right, let's hear you might Ask recall Backford. from the EP. I went with the song that Peter Gabriel says says in an earlier Genesis album, Paper Late. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, why didn't Weird Al make a song called Paper Plate? I don't know. Why don't you suggest that again? <laughs> Paper Late. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. 
wish this. I wish this song would have been included on Abacab. Mm-hmm. Do you think the other guys are like enough with the horns? Uh, and then, he, then that's when Phil kind of branched off. I think when they're selling albums and they're getting the record companies delivering a platinum album to your house, I think you're like, hey, whatever, uh, whatever. More man. horns, more horns. Let's yeah. bring it in. More horns, less uh, bumblebees and rainbows, right, Gabriel? <laughs> Go do that shit on your solo. No, hey, now that we don't have to make a costume every tour, we can afford some more, uh, <laughs> <laughs> some brass. What uh, What's Michael Bagford got off of the, oh, you know, uh, of the very popular self-titled Genesis album um, from 1983? Now, he, I want to check something out, too. This okay, is when they this first- This is 83, right? Yes. When, this, did Phil, when did Phil come out with first solo album? Um, it was before this. Yeah. Yeah. 81? I would have to look it up. Okay. Or- let me look Kyle up. could stop flipping through he, his phone. He doesn't give a sh- no. I can tell you. I can tell you quicker, Kyle, because I have all my playlists right here. Hold on. Face value was eighty one. Okay. Hello, I must be going was eighty two. So okay. yeah, he's had two two solo albums. But this is when they first worked with you, Padgham. Oh. Uh, who worked uh, with the Police, mm-hmm. and Melissa Etheridge, many many other people, and um, this is when they're really 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 now going to get. Some radio play and some AM radio play. So what do we got, Michael Bagford? Are we still doing AM FM back in the eighties? I had AM WFBG, the Rock really? of Altoona. The Rock of Altoona. Okay. <laughs> this uh, these are perfection pieces on the front of this cover. Yes. Well, no, actually, when you were a kid, there was a round ball, like it's a child's toy, a round ball, and and you put those things in, and then the ball would spread apart, and the plastic pieces would fall out. But they were big. They were big. Nicely done. I had forgotten about I know. it. I'd forgotten about it. Kyle finally on it. That that perfectly done, my friend. Yes, nice. very nice. What's that old comedy? Who comedy role? Who 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 did Dorf on golf? What's his name? Tim Conway. Tim Conway. Oh God, I used to love him on the Carol Burnett show. It was so <laughs> in the seventies. Yeah, this, yeah, know, well, Bob I mean, Mackey. Every, uh, Bob Mackey did all the costumes. Yeah, I know, and she would tug her ear and say that was. She was actually saying uh, to her husband, "Hey, when I come home, we're gonna fuck." What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's what it meant. If she grabbed the left one, it was no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> On the rag. <laughs> <laughs> and then if she tugged both ears, three by three. Oh. <laughs> Conway's coming home, too. <laughs> We're bringing Dorf. <laughs> and he's bringing his golf club. <laughs> I, or or the I, Novocaine I, dentist is gonna come and fuck you. <laughs> now that's a that's a Cosby trick from way back when. All right, self. I apologize to all, I apologize our, female to all and our female listeners. listeners. I really do. This this is not this. You know, look. Hey, hey, you know hey Michael you know suggested all these it's songs. Room talk. Michael suggested all these songs for this podcast, so we're gonna listen for the first time because he said he said. That <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm telling you, Michael Bagford's picks bring out this in me. It's Bagford's fault. Yeah, baggy. Bagging bags. What's he going to play from self-titled ah, Genesis? The, the aforementioned mama. Speaking Ooh. of Carol Burnett. Isn't that what is it? Mama's? Yeah, mama's family. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what a One of my favorite Genesis songs that became a big hit. The creepy laugh is inspired by Grandmaster Flash's The Message. I knew that. Home Video Hustle podcast would appreciate that fact. 
We don't plug other podcasts on here, Backford. <laughs> we do. Um, we do. Superiority complex is a good one that we like. There's only one we don't talk about. Which one's that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing because I don't know what one you're thinking, but I'm thinking of a couple. <laughs> a road story. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 All right. Yeah, All right. <laughs> I love this song so much. Can't you feel my About nine minutes or so. How long is it? Six fifty-one. This Genesis album, this went four times platinum in the U.S. So they just now they're just building. It's platinum, yeah. double platinum, four times platinum. And uh, this will surprise you though. This song went in the U.K. It went to number four in the U.S. Seventy-three. Oh yeah, it didn't chart here at all. Man. No, I remember my buddy at Bandcamp cranking it on his uh, on his stereo. He brought a stereo to band camp. Do you remember that time of band camp? I know that's a reference to something, a movie I never saw. It's American, American Pie. Pie. Okay. That's the one with Kid Fucks a Pie. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> that's how they went in and pitched that movie. <laughs> yeah, this Why kid, is it called American Pie? There's a scene later when he fucks kid a pie. Kid fucks a pie. Yeah, he fucks a pie. Kid fucks a pie oh. was okay. Mm-hmm. That was a movie we paid for. Mm-hmm. Not all of us. How is that? How is Porky's any, how is that better than Porky's? Two the next day. <laughs> what are you compare? What are you saying? I'm saying it seems like American Pie, if I remember right, got like positive reviews. Okay. And a kid fucks a pie. Right. And it seems like Porky's Didn't was like get a, positive reviews. I don't believe so. No. Okay. <laughs> I could be wrong. But okay. I'm pretty sure Porky's uh, <laughs> wasn't uh, high ranking. Okay. Where are you looking up Porky's? Rotten Porky's t- review. Porky's Review? Where where are you looking it up? Is there a website called Porky's Review? All reviews. Roger are. Ebert gave it two, oh, one and a half out of four. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> Porky's is another raunchy teen sex and food fight movie. The whole genre seems fixated on the late 1950s, early 1960s when filmmakers no doubt were teenagers. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> All right. I'm going to play the song that finally got Genesis to crack the top 10 singles chart oh. in the U.S. This is That's All. Oh, right. I in parentheses. I'm sorry, from Mary, are we waking you up? I'm so fucking we tired, dude. We're almost done. Okay. That's All, parentheses, theme from Porky's. <laughs> <laughs> Just as I thought it was going all right. That was good, I'm Mary. I have timing. I have timing. Just not comedic. I thought it was in the song. That's all. I should be able to play this on piano. Great. Tell me it's when I know that it's Always the same. It's just a shame. And that's all. Yeah, it's just A, B, A, C, A, B. Off feet. 
There's some horrible air drumming going on today. I had to man. fade it because Kyle had was had his hands on some air sticks. He was doing, he was like a country bear jamboree drumming right there. <laughs> just, okay. just playing the hi hat. So after this album, Phil Collins goes off and he records. No Jacket Required, mm-hmm. which is gigantic. Enormous. I, I have to assume that the reason that Genesis is selling more and more records is because people are into Phil Collins at this point as a solo artist, and that's actually helping the band, too. Yeah, I would imagine, yeah. And also ruining all of uh, Phil Collins' relationships with his wife and children. Yeah. Because he's just working nonstop, right? Absolutely. And Banks is releasing stuff at this point, too, and it's going nowhere. Of course it's not. It's going nowhere. And when does Mike and the Mechanics come in? Where, where are we now? We are. Uh, we're gonna. Are, are we still at Genesis? Which is eighty three, and we're gonna move. So Mike and Mechanics, I say eighty six. Well, so that's when the after, next. That's when Invisible Touch comes out. So it maybe it's similar. Could, oh yeah, because I remember Phil Collins singing a snippet of uh, Mike and the Mechanics at the concert. All I need is a miracle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, so here we go. This is the tour that you and I both saw, Invisible Touch. Can we look up the play- set list? I actually pulled up the set list from the show I saw, and it was... Uh, oh, can you bring up uh, Giant Stadium, same year? I got it. You have, a, you have Giant Stadium? I, I can, look, I can, I can okay. pull that. All right, let's hear yours first. I'm sure it's the same. Well, I don't know. It was a couple weeks later. Here's it was my, probably like two days later. This was, May, this was May 24th, 1987. Yeah, I went on 26th. Okay. Opened with Mama. Yeah, awesome. Then Abacab. Mm-hmm. Domino. Yeah. That's all. The Brazilian. Come on, guys. What? Uh, Before then the, a Brazilian was a Brazilian, if you know what I mean. Cage medley. So this is where, at this point, I don't know any of this stuff. Right, In yeah, the right. cage, in that quiet earth, and afterglow. And then, then, then we're getting the crowd back. We go land of confusion. Mm-hmm. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Mm-hmm. Throw it all away. Home by the sea. Second home by the sea. Invisible touch drum duet and then something called Los Endos. Yeah, that was early on. And then they close it out with Turn It On Again. And they do such a great medley in Turn It On Again. Now go to Giant Stadium. You okay. see how much it changed. It changed at all. You don't think it changed at all? That's in New York, right? Uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Now it's probably like some sort of Verizon Stadium or something. Let me see what we got. Verizon. You said Jerk Gi- off village. You said Giant, Giant Stadium. Giant Stadium. This was September 27th 2007 so quite a few months later yeah that makes sense it was hot okay um now this it's no i'm sorry that's 2007 that's not it hold on i'm sorry it was summertime i'm sorry here we go i don't think it was in 2007 was it 10 years ago no (laughs) this is may 31st 1987 how many days after yours five 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 so you get mama okay abacab okay domino okay that's all Okay. The uh, the Brazilian. Yeah. And then we move into a thing I don't even know about. In the cage. Right. In the quiet earth. In that quiet earth afterglow. Oh, then we get them back. <laughs> we get them back with Land of Confusion. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Throwing it all away. Home by the sea. Second home by oh, the okay. sea. Okay, they do have second home by the sea on this one. Invisible touch. Drum duet. Then this, I don't know what this is. Los Endos? Yeah, it's an earlier. Oh, and then they close it out with Turn It On Again. They didn't change it up at all. Okay. Nope, not at all. all of right. course they did. It's stadium tour, I don't find that they ever change it up. Yeah. Too many factors involved with trying to make the sound you two, sound good. You two changes it up. You two not a lot, but they you two it up. is a bigger band than Genesis ever was. Okay, right? Although, dude, this is the first. Dude, are you calling me, dude? I'm calling you, dude. This All is right. the first huge show I saw, and I was like six rows. It was standing on the field, and I was like six people back from the stage. 
It was mind blowing. I didn't have good seats, so I don't know who was on the stage. Oh, but okay. I know I heard Genesis music. No, it was mind blowing, man. And you turn around and see a sold out giant stadium mm-hmm. is amazing. And, and the light show was fantastic. And we're ta- I don't know if Michael Bagford's ever told us that he's ever seen the band. Oh, or not. Well, All right. not that much. Sure, of he a must. Fan. He must have. Not that much. What does he want to hear missed, off of? I missed that reunion touch. They did a reunion tour like six years ago. In two thousand seven, that's when I read. Uh, I would have loved to have seen that. I kick myself for not seeing that. Uh, he picked uh, 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 in too deep. I'm interrupting you. He I, hate, in, I hate this album cover. I hate the invisible yeah, touch. Yeah, it's not album a good cover. album cover. But it's I not, do. This was the album that I discovered them on. Okay. And uh, so I re- this one really holds a special it's place. It's bad. Okay, let's hear. What song did he pick? He picked In Too Deep. A 15-year-old me would make fun of me liking this song, but I really like it. I like even some love ballads. There, I said it. And it went to number three. Mm-hmm. This is their biggest album, four times platinum in the UK, six times platinum in the US, went to number one. They had one, two, three, four, five consecutive number one albums in the UK. This album goes to number four in the US. And I love, 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 I don't care how cheesy it is or how the drum set is recorded, Uh I don't care. I love the title track, I love Invisible Touch. I will often say that this is my favorite Genesis song. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I do love it. This is the one with the puppet video? No, that's the no, that's confusion. Oh, right, that, yeah. This is one of those videos where they're just walking they're around. In the hangar. Yeah. They're in an airplane, airplane hangar. I always think that they actually filmed a real video, and then what they got behind the scenes was better. Yeah. This is a good song. This is when Phil Collins grew his hair out in the back, and that looked awful. Shave your head, Baldy. Now they they also had that song tonight, tonight. Tonight, 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 three tonights. Not tonight, yeah. tonight by Smashing Pumpkins. Tonight, tonight, right. tonight, which really kind of started. Uh, Michelo picked it up mm-hmm. as a com- song for the yep. commercial, and then uh, after midnight, picked up a, uh, was picked up for a beer commercial, and mm-hmm. then people started to really get pissed about the selling outs mm-hmm. of these songs and yeah. these artists. And then my boy Steve Winwood wrote a song specifically for a beer commercial, and that caused a bunch of like <laughs> music nerds to get all pissed off. This uh, five singles off this album. Invisible Touch went to number one. Mm-hmm. All five singles went in the top five in the wow. USA. We got Throwing It All Away went to number three. In Too Deep went to number four. Land of Confusion went to number five. And Tonight, Tonight, Tonight went to number three. Wow. Talk so, about a home run. It, definitely a home run. Tonight, Tonight, Tonight was released in 87. So they're still 
riding the singles train. So, yeah. you know, there's tonight. It's such a good song. It's just, this is a really good album. Yeah. It's a really strong album. I liked it in the concert when they, uh, they closed with, uh, turn it on again. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And they would and Phil and they do different riffs mm-hmm. of different like old blues songs. And when he would do that, uh, it's amazing that you remember. I don't know how you remember that. I don't. Oh, remember, really? I don't oh, I thought it was so specifics cool. And there's of that show at all. There's actually a live version of them doing that that is not on Three Sides Live. I don't think, and mm-hmm. I can't find it anywhere. And it's great. And they do an extended version of it. And he goes, well, no, because Three Sides Live came out before this. I know, but playing it, uh, doing that. Oh, that, turn it on doing again. It, turn it I'm on. I'm sorry. Again. I apologize. No, to that's you. all right. I'm a little confused right now. Do a turn on again where they... You in the land of confusion? I'm in the land of confusion. Um, oh, but he would do like the Blues Brothers uh, speech at the end where they're doing, you know, at the end of Blues Brothers, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. then they'd break into some Blues Brothers songs and then go into various different yeah, just songs. Just play your song, band. No, it was great. I loved it. It was my favorite part of the show. Just and then play that's, your songs. And then that's when he did a little snidbit of Mike and the Mechanics is what I'm a talking about. A little snidbit? Yeah, it's just a little chunk. You mean snippet? Maybe. Do we did this? Snippet? Snippet? Did I haven't seen this wrong my whole life? Snippet. Snippet. Snippet or tidbit. You said snidbit. Yeah, you said snidbit, which is my favorite candy bar. Maybe a bit of both. <laughs> have I been saying that wrong my whole life? Yes. Oh, if sucks. you've been saying snidbit, then you've been saying certainly. It wrong. <laughs> All right. Oh, hey, Backford, if you know what I'm talking about, uh, give me a shout, and you have that copy of that. No, uh, Mike, no you clue. do not have to contact Murray. We talk on Twitter all the time. Michael Backford and I are good Talking friends. Talking on Twitter is Backford has deleted every episode by now. He's now not a he fan. He was out at the he's Lost now Saucer. Not a fan. <laughs> he knows that he's probably, hopefully he's enjoying this. This would be what we would do if he was here. Okay, they have five years off. Yeah, that's a long time. Five years We're off. Going into the 90s, right? Yeah, Phil has some solo albums. Here we go. This is 1991. Tony Banks has some solo albums that nobody yep. cares about. But Mike and the Mechanics did pretty well. They did do pretty well. This uh, is 19- the lead singer of Roachford is now singing for Mike and the Mechanics. I don't know who Roachford is. Roachford's this kind of rock band from the 80s. Lead singer is named Roachford, his last name. Oh, okay. Dave Roachford, maybe? No, that's my oh, friend great. from high school, Dave Roachford. <laughs> Tidbit. <laughs> no, Snidbit. Snidbit. I think Frank's going to eat another Snidbit. Uh, okay. This is... <laughs> 1991, the album is called We Can't Dance. Andrew Roachford. Yes. Roachford. Thank you. Andrew Roachford. <laughs> what song do we have off of We Can't Dance? I'm not sure yet, but I know it's going to stink. <laughs> I do not like this album at all. This is where I jumped off, man. It's a, it's a tough one. We but got it, two more albums. Let me and, tell you, though. It, it does, the, the UK audience likes the album more. It goes five times platinum wow. there. Wow. But four, still four times platinum. Are they here. just going off the probably they're, just going, going off, off the, the Phil yeah. success and everything else? Yeah, then going they're, off the success of Invisible. I think Touch. they call it riding the wave, yeah, that's or it. as you would say, riding the snidbit. <laughs> so what song has Bagford got for us? I like calling him Bagford. Bam bags. bags. Dreaming while you sleep. A great Joey sp- notes. By the way, don't forget uh, Joe Van Overberg writes our notes. I keep forgetting <laughs> it, so I got to give him a, a shout out. Joey yeah. notes. Joey notes. Go ahead. Dreaming While You Sleep, a great story song that Pat will appreciate. Uh, we know you love story songs, Pat. I do love tell them. us every fucking episode. Yeah. It was, I hope this is very similar to Hearts, All I Want to Do is Make Love to You. Oh, let's see. He explains it right here. All right. Michael Bag says, somebody hits a woman. I'm down with that. <laughs> with, oh, somebody hits a woman with their car. I should have read it a little bit <laughs> further on. <laughs> Isolate him just saying, someone hits a woman, I'm down with that. So I can just play that at all times. All right, go ahead. Somebody hits a woman with their car and mm-hmm. drives away like a coward is the short version of this story. And then what happened Michael is, Scott. here's what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. I know this story. Oh, and then, let me tell you something. Phil Collins writes a song about this. 
and he invites the guy who hit the woman because he knows he saw it. He saw him do it. He invites him to the show. He puts him right in the front row, and then he sings the song to him. And then, <laughs> and then that guy has a rusty hook. What <laughs> is the, did the movie is did the movie end or just stop? It ended. Okay. You want right. another one? Okay. Keep another movie because we're oh, yeah, almost listen done. Listen to "Dream of My Sleep." I'm not going to miss this song. No. So in the album you hate. <clears throat> listen to that prog rock. And then Kyle, for me, let's just go right into it. I like uh, I like the the hit song, the ballad, "Hold On My Heart." Hold on my heart. Went to number eleven, Murray. Just hold on. That said, I can't dance. Went to number three. Ooh, boo. Terrible. This actually, I wonder if Bags likes this. This is a cheesy ballad. I like this. This is not a bad song. We both know No son of mine's an okay song. That's a story song also. I don't think it is. A this good is, song. This, this, is, um, this is the Genesis album that's very much a Phil Collins yeah. solo album. It really sounds like... Because he's in that groove of writing like this, so... All right, that's good. Michael Bagford said if Paul Stanley shows up tonight, he wants to know what uh, his favorite song is off of Phil Collins' classic album, No Jacket Required. Oh, it's a shame he didn't show up. Let me tell you something, Murray. <laughs> a lot of people come up to me, they say, Paul, and I say, what? And they say, Paul, do you like Phil Collins? I say, I do. He's spectacular. And they say, what's your favorite song off No Jacket Required? I go, let me tell you something. I never wear a jacket. I'm ripped. And if it's you cold outside, I don't wear sleeves either. I don't need them. And I'm always warm because my chest is so hairy. It's got like, a lot of scruff. It's like you're wearing a sweater all the time. I know. It's a sweater. It's like a scruffy sweater. <laughs> Does my favorite, if, if it itches, I gotta scratch it. <laughs> my favorite song off No Jacket Required is definitely Susudio. <laughs> There's a girl that's been on my mind. You know, they recorded Susudio in the studio. <laughs> I wrote a song very much like that one. It's called Let's Put the X in Sex. <laughs> very much like Susudio. You know, if the studio tugged her ear, that meant that me and Gene could come down and go brown through cowboy. <laughs> All right. Let's move. Okay, so then it's over. Genesis, for the most part, it's over. Phil Collins is not involved in Genesis anymore. But after, uh, I think after, is it six years? I don't know what year would it come out. I think it's, uh, I'm trying to yeah, see when the... Six years, Banks and Rutherford want to keep going with mm-hmm. the Genesis name because we all know that those iconic names, Pink Floyd, those sure. names have a lot of uh, T-shirt value. Yeah. 
So they get a new singer. Yeah, I see a lot of people rocking Genesis t-shirts. A lot of people. A lot of people have a Duke t-shirt. The only person I've ever seen in a Genesis t-shirt was like April Richardson. <laughs> really? I feel like she wore one or maybe a Phil Collins one This is one Prog or Rock. This is Wizard Rock. She wouldn't wear a Genesis she t-shirt. Like, she probably likes the later stuff. I don't think she does. I'll well, ask her though. So they get in that guy named Ray Wilson on lead vocals. Not Andrew Richford? No, this, this is, and let me see if I can find out, a Scottish musician best known as the vocalist in the post-grunge band Stillskin. Mm. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Let's get that guy. Do you think they even tried to get, like, you know, Gabriel back? I think they threw a quarter and hit someone on the street, <laughs> and they're like, you're the singer. <laughs> so this, you know, it's, this guy's claim to, big claim to fame is singing on a Genesis album. That's pretty big. Yeah. I don't have that kind of claim to fame. I don't have that album. <laughs> uh, I don't either. Michael Bagford had to send it to oh, me. That was, oh. But you know what? If I had liked the album, I would have bought it, sure. and I'm not buying it. <laughs> but So what song does he want to hear off of? No, actually, the, I'm gonna, well, this, you'll hear these songs, and you'll be like, wait wait a minute. I know, I know. I've done that. I've even, even the ones off uh, Can't Dance, so I kind of enjoy. So what song in the, the album is called? Calling All Stations. Calling All Stations. Not a good album cover. Mm -mm. Shitty album cover. Mm -hmm. uh, and, he, and the album cover before this is shitty, too. Oh, the album cover before is terrible. Not really. What do we got? One good album cover out of all this? I like the Phil album, the Phil Collins album covers, where it's just his, his face better yeah. than these album covers. Yeah. How you doing with those papers? Uh, M bags pick shipwrecked. This could have been a big hit for Savage Garden or the Cardigans, <laughs> but instead <laughs> it was a monster bomb for Genesis. <laughs> I like his references there. That's good. <laughs> all right, let's hear it, Kyle. Hold on, I'm not done reading. Oh, I, I was enjoying. Was I was enjoying his uh, quips. Let me tell you something. Calling all stations is when I stop listening to Genesis. <laughs> I was enjoying the snidbits. Uh, this could have been. You a like to have snidbits? <laughs> That's great. We passed them out this week year on Halloween. <laughs> you know what? I dressed up like Gene. No, you know what he was dressed up as? What? Severus Snape. I was Snape. Are you telling me that that thing that you sent me wasn't photoshopped? No, that was that was from really. His he really dressed up like that? I thought you photoshopped that. No. Who's never a snake? Severus Snape. He's from Harry Potter and the oh. Sorcerer's Stone. Which book was that? One of them. He's, he's in everyone. Oh, okay. Steve O'Dockerson. His <laughs> album's called Bed Smells. It's like a parody of of the Beast Boys album, which is called Pet Sounds. I've been drinking a little red wine tonight. <laughs> All right, let's. Keep I will going. say. I will say this to Steve-O. I like that song more than I like this album. I like his sting more than I like this album. I don't think you know this. Album. I guess. Okay, let's this could it. have been a big hit for Savage. You already Card. read this. Let's just play it. I, he's got more. Oh, okay. This could have been a big hit. For Why are you backtracking? Why don't you pick because up where... Because there's a comma. And you well, keep you already read the this. comma. I know. I'm just keeping right. the people in, 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 in afloat Suspense? of what's going on. Bored? No. <laughs> this could have been a big hit for Savage Garden of the Cardigans. Oh, I'm so angry. But it's a great vehicle for Ray Wilson of, of Genesis. <laughs> he's not Ray Wilson of Genesis. No, he's Ray Wilson of Stiltskin or whatever. He's Ray Wilson of the guy waiting tables across the street. He's Ray Wilson from A, Shine My Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been a hit, but the people wanted Phil, though, since ticket sales were very low in the U.S., causing the ensuing tour to get canceled. I think it was ensuing. Read in the way I see him. 
wrong. <laughs> I don't this like this. Is terrible. This is really so sad that this is our playout song. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. This right. doesn't even. Put, turn it is down. it just that we've just been listening for the, to Genesis for the last two hours that that is so ill fitting and wrong? It's just wrong. All songs written by Banks and Rutherford. They wouldn't even let this guy write a lyric. What if I said that instead of this? Nope. Slow your roll. <laughs> Yo, this isn't thin skin, buddy. <laughs> I think the song that I picked... Stiltskin. Stiltskin? This isn't Snidbins. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Was it Stiltskin? Oh, Stiltskin is in Rumple. Oh, Stilt I thought you said Stillskin. I said Fullskin. Snidbins. One, two, three, Fullskin. I think the song I picked is better than that. I picked a song called Not About Us. So let's listen to this from the... Uh, it went gold in the US. Really? So this guy's, got a, this guy's got a gold album that he can sell on eBay. <laughs> Probably already did. Not about us from Calling All Station. <clears throat> A little piece of something Falling gently down, down, down. I was wrong. There's three songs that he did co-write with them, and this is one of them. Okay. No this is the Savage Garden song I think you're thinking about, M-Bags. Like I, I don't mind this song. What year is this? 96? 97. This just... Dinks of '97, doesn't it? This production. Wonder what he sounded like singing the other Genesis songs, though. Oh, that's interesting. I guess we'll never know. I guess they didn't even get the insuring tour was canceled. Let me tell you something. I'm reading from Michael Bagford's notes. One of the things that he wants to say, if Bruce shows up, how many Genesis albums did he own? If Bruce Springsteen shows up. Can I get here fast? I got to put my kid to bed. Yeah. Okay, Michael, we'll just uh, save Bruce County. No, for no, get my miss Bruce. Oh, let me tell you something. Uh, I used to like Genesis in the, uh, in the 80s. You know, I didn't like, uh, I don't like that prog rock bullshit. I like, uh, I like, you know, a song you can play on the radio and, uh, you know, get with your girl in your car. By the lake or the river. So when it comes to Genesis, I own exactly. All right, that was, that was weak. Okay, that was good, Michael. You picked good songs. This was great. Thank you for letting me do this for you, bags. I'm sorry that it fell apart when uh, Stiltskin joins the band. Oh, not good, huh? Nope. Not good. We're going to do some promotion here. Michael has written out his promotion. You can find me on Twitter, <clears throat> at Michael Bagford. Hey, hey, you want to read this? Yes. No, you I'm write the Michael song Backford. thing. No, and I do the intro and the outro that I'm he wrote. Backford, Backford wrote that. I do the 365 albums a day challenge, and I will be doing it next year too with all new picks. I will not be doing it next year. Oh, really? Why not? Uh, take a break from it for a couple of years. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to do it again next year. Really? I, th I was thinking about doing it next year. Do it next year. It's fun, but I don't want to do it two years in a row. It doesn't make it special. Okay. I'm going to be like Larry David and then uh, and take off five years. Watch a movie every day. I, anyone who does that is a fucking idiot. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have time to who do has that. Time to do that shit. I, I only know. have time to listen to an album a day because I'm in the car right. driving the children to Maybe their schools. Maybe do song a day. 
No, David does. David Wild does oh, Wild Song right. Day. Um, Shout out! Hey, go. if anybody wants to do it next go. year, or I'll, maybe I'll just try to remember. Just to do, do this. it. You just do oh, it. Oh, I'd like to do it with somebody else. Well, Michael Bagford's well, going to do it. Watch, epi- watch an episode of Star Trek a day. Other people do it. Wendy but does it. Random. Simon does it. I know Wendy does it. Simon. Wendy has a amazing. She's she's going to be co-hosting the show. She has a crazy, incredible, eclectic taste in music. Is she going to co-host? Yeah, is absolutely. She's doing she mode. Um, she hasn't told me yet. Oh, we haven't oh. we haven't scheduled it yet. But she's, I think she might have mentioned that to me. I hope I didn't blow anything. I'll do Depeche Mode. I need okay. to learn about some of these bands. I don't okay. know. I don't know everything. All right. You know, I'm here to learn. Okay. I don't know anything. All right. This is my first year of listening to music. <laughs> um, now he gives some shout outs here. To, uh, shout outs go to the Superiority Complex, Home Video Hustle, Pods and Sods Network. Cult 45. What if he starts to name podcasts that are like anti-Semitic or race? And I don't even know. And I'm just reading them. Useless debates, 12 for a penny, road oh, stories, and travel tales um, podcasts. All of my Twitter followers, you guys at Rock Solid. Love goes out to my family and friends. Uh, Sophia Bagford. I assume that's his wife. What if it's his mom? Well, might just well, be his mom. Maybe you keep reading. Maybe you'll find, we'll find out. <laughs> Sophia Bagford, you're a great daughter. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let me do that. I'm, I'm not going to edit, but I'm going to say, love goes out to my family and friends. Sophia Bagford, you're a great daughter, and you are the best thing to happen in my life. Oh, that kind of makes me. That kind of makes me cry a little oh, bit. Does he think he's getting an award? Um, thanks, Pat. Thanks, Murray. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you, listeners. Hey, Michael. That, and that's sorry, me sorry up a little to bit. your daughter, Sophia, I'm for all up. that. Tell him. Am I tearing up? Tearing up a little, up. Tearing up a little bit. Do you think she listened and he turned it off when we got to Carol Burnett? Well, I hope I, if she's listening, I hope she's 17 or up. <laughs> I don't want to. 18. 18, yeah. <laughs> Bring it up a year, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think of that. If, if I, I hope his daughter's he's going not listening. going by like R-rated. Well, he's listened to the show before. He knows how gross He knows how get. we talk. Yeah. Uh, hand me the cord because I'm going to play... Uh, I'm going to play Abacab as our playout. Um, Murray, you are at Murray V uh, on Twitter. Murray, hold you. Just say yes. My wife just landed. I'm sorry. Hold on. All right. She's um, safe. Yeah, she's safe. Uh, I'm at Murray V on Twitter. Uh, Murray V comedy on Instagram. Um, I am in town doing shows. I won't hit the road again. T- oh, I'll be in Atlanta in January. Road again. Stories podcast. Road Stories podcast. On all platforms. Uh, yes. Also a, a member of the All Things Comedy Network. Yes, absolutely. Um, you do you have a fan page, a comedy I fan do, page? Yeah. Oh, I do. It's uh, I'm actually going to be dumping my personal page, I think, in January. Really? Yeah. Marie takes a dump, January twenty eighth. So I have to be your I have to be your fan on Facebook. No, you just have to like it. I don't call you anything. Yeah, but I don't like it. <laughs> I do this. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about. Oh, and by the way, I'm sorry. I missed. I've been going back and forth to Atlanta doing shows and visiting my wife, and I missed a bunch of listeners like Scott Adams and Thomas Day. And mm-hmm. you guys, uh, I'm coming back in January. I'd love to get together with you guys. So I would love to meet some of those guys. I'll be yeah. envious. Take pictures. Take selfies. I will. I was. I was trying to get up to selfies. Uh, a picture that you hold the camera up. You take it by yourself. Oh, oh I've been calling those snelfies. <laughs> I've been calling them. Hey, let's take a snid bit. <laughs> Keep going. What else? I don't know what I was. You got shows ever. coming up uh, in town here: Brea, Irvine, Oxnard, and then I'll probably be back at the Punchline in Atlanta and Laughing Skull in Atlanta in January. Are you doing any shows at SF Sketchfest? No, you're not. Nope. And I'm not going to. I don't care to do them in there anymore either. Wow. Well, okay. Hold on. I'm not going to announce because I don't want the. I don't want the. Um, I don't want the ASAP club to know before I announce it to the world. It's Ray Wilson. <laughs> From Stilton. <laughs> oh, my God. There would be... 
Can you imagine the nerds that would come out for that? Oh. Six no, guys. No one? Six guys. <laughs> and I go, well, we're just going to play uh, the songs uh, on the Genesis album. One guy to argue with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Definitely. You're at Kyle Dotson Funny. Sure. A-OK. Tell us where to find A-OK. It's at This Is A-OK on everything. I'm at Pat underscore Francis. We are at Rock Solid Show. We will be at SF Sketchfest in January. I January won't. 20th. January 20th is when we'll be there. That's Saturday. That's all I'm going to tell you. I'm so bummed. I'm going to be up in San Francisco the following week. But if you're going to be up all weekend on the 19th and the 20th, my sketch comedy team, Dr. America, is I performing. I love that name, Dr. America. That's I did great. not come up with it. I was I just like added it, to the team. Yeah, it's a good name. That's so great. you're going to be performing in those shows? I assume. You'll know that I'm watching those because here's how you're going to know. Boo! <laughs> Thought you were gonna snore. Are you guys gonna take uh, suggestions from the audience? It's not improv. You're nuns and you're at a bowling alley. <laughs> Did you write a lot of these? Um, we we don't know yet. Oh, you don't know what? Because they might in? they might do like a best they might do a best of of like past stuff, but some of our newer stuff too. Since like half their team was gone and then they replaced people, so. You're right. talking panda bears who just found a box of Benoit balls. <laughs> I'm the Ray, I'm the Ray Wilson. Okay. <laughs> now are they out of UCB or IO or No, it's the Pack Theater. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, that's fourth or fifth tier improv. Yeah, absolutely. That's almost as low as the comedy connection yeah. here. So on it's Ventura. not improv. You guys write sketches, you rehearse the sketches, yep. you hone them to a fine, fine it's on the level of a mad TV. Sure. And then you put those up. <laughs> the new mad TV. The new mad TV yeah. for sure. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Michael Bagford. I hope Thanks this was a lot, fun Bagford. for you. Thanks for I'm letting so me. I'm so sorry that, you're, um, that your daughter is too young to listen to this. Uh, this is explicit. And we're going to play out with uh, a seven-minute and four-second song, which we will not play all of. But this is Abacab. Oh. And thanks for letting me read for you, uh, Bags. I appreciate it. Yeah, you did well. You didn't do bad at all. I didn't, I didn't, I've been practicing. I'm trying to teach my five-year-old to read. I should learn how to do it. Mm-hmm.